Welcome to episode 83 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. You sound so professional. I know. I've, it's my radio voice. Oh. <laughs> but uh, tonight, we are we're, we, we can't be at full strength for more than like a week. Look, life is kicking me in the balls right now. And well, I'm not going to lie, had Robert not been sick, I may have fought to take a nap. Which turns into, if you know me, a three to four hour sleep. Is it bad that I don't know where this cord goes? But don't touch things. Okay. Anyway. Don't touch things. Everything is working. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but Rob, Robert's feeling under the weather, so he's not with us tonight. But we are here. We are. I'm so tired. That's a good nap when I got home. I know. I can't, third, help. Third I grade. can't help that you take forever to get home. God bless it. Third grade is just so exhausting. It's so fun. I love my job. I really like... I've, I'm having more fun teaching this year than I think I have in the last like eight years of teaching. But holy cow... I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. <laughs> so you want to do our, our I can. I know Robert's not here, but if you are looking for a high quality PVC rack, look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit lsreptileracks.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. And if you listen to our last show, then you know that they also have other things than just racks. So Fine. if you right, so if you come to a show, you'll be able to see more things that they have. What she said. Hello, Chris Sexton. You said hi. So I can't say hi. Oh yay! Oh man, do I have to log into Facebook? You have to log again? in because I don't know who Facebook uses. I really. couldn't get it to work last time though. You gotta be smarter than the Facebook. God bless it. So also, if you are anywhere in the south. Uh, East, I always forget directionals. Southeast, and I lived there. Like I grew up there. Southeast Alabama. Uh, go by and see our friends over at Wiregrass Exotics in Ozark, Alabama. So if you're in uh, South Georgia, North Florida, anywhere in that area, go by and visit the Ruas. Um, I saw something the other day. That they sorry, that was really loud in the mic. I apologize. What did you do? I I sniffed because I totally didn't, didn't hear it at all. Okay, well that's good because I could hear it in my headphones. Now you away. And now everybody knows. Grossed me out. Uh, but the Ruas the other day were called in on a snake bite on their day off for a snake bite for a snake bite to identify a snake. Uh, I think oh, I if it was a cop or something. I got bit, <clears throat> but it ended up being a water snake. Well, I'm glad it that bit. it was not anything dangerous and sketchy. Yeah. So the Ruas were. I think it was like their off day. The shop was closed and they still went in and they answered a snake bite call. I know that was exciting for them. Yes. We had a call this in the last couple of days that did not end very well for you. Did not end well. So uh, there's a, a local group. Uh, this one woman has a local group here for people in the area to call or Facebook or whatever. And uh, we can come and remove snakes. And I told her, look, add me to the list of people that can help remove snakes. And so I was. She tagged me in it. It was at a. I won't name the restaurant. It, yeah. was, it was at a place and I, it was in their bathroom. So I was on my way to go get the snake from the bathroom. And I got there and they said that it, they had killed it. Uh, they say it came out of the bathroom and it went underneath the cart. And they moved the cart. And they rolled the wheel right over its head. Yeah. And But when I saw it, I mean, it was destroyed. It was a, uh, a small little earth snake. It was like maybe five inches, six inches long. Uh, and, and we had to have missed being there in time by. Seconds. Five. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't long. No. Uh, so that sucked. 
I did yeah. I was even willing to like volunteer my lunchbox for a removal container. Yeah, because we had nothing. Because we didn't. We're gonna we're gonna remedy that. Yeah, we gotta put something in your car, hook yeah. or a bu- bucket or a tub or something. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. So that sucks. But um, oh, also, did <coughs> you pull it? I already pulled it up too. Did you? Uh, I didn't know if you were on your A game or not. I did. Our other sponsor, Herb Reptile Shows. I pulled up the Herb Reptile Show. I'm proud of you, babe. And all. I'm proud of you. Uh, so the next show is well, they got New Orleans on here. That's not going to be the next show. Mm, the one that I have is Beaumont. I know, but on the website it says Conrad. Beaumont. I'm looking at the website. I am too. And we're looking at two different websites. Well, then you're on the wrong one. I can't help it. I can tell you that I'm going to go. Smack our kid across the head if she keeps the dogs barking downstairs. Anyways, Herps. Uh, the next one is Beaumont, October 2nd and 3rd. So, Beaumont, Texas. Make it out to Beaumont, Texas, October 2nd and 3rd. Temple, Texas, October 23rd and 24th. And then, again, this is the one I'm not going to, but Robert will be at the Amarillo, Texas show, uh, October 30th and 31st. That's the Halloween one. They're going to is. Ha- Halloween themed stuff. I'm really bummed we're going to miss the Halloween show this year because it the was Beaumont so much year. fun last year. Yeah. But I cannot take a Friday was, and a Monday was, off work to drive. It was so much fun last year because of uh, people watching. That was great. There were some uh, interesting costumes. There were some there were lookers. Some, there were some nuns. That uh, I remember those. That I don't think the church would approve of. No, not at all. Not at all. That was interesting. That was in Beaumont. And then uh, Lafayette is November 6th and 7th. And then there are two in December to wrap up the sure, year. There's an Austin one, December 4th and 5th, and Slidell, December 11th and 12th. That is your last chance to get Christmas presents. But you can always go to the Herps Reptile Shop, which opens up when, Katie? November 13th. That sounds about right. 13th, 14th. We'll that. That's the grand opening, right? Yeah, that's all, that's all I got. That's the only date I got. Yes, the grand opening. I did not. Uh, Max, I didn't go to the Amarillo show. Max, Max. Six asked in the chat, did y'all see the furry at the last Amarillo show? Uh, no, did not. I think I would have heard about that if had he seen it. Uh, I missed that one. And I was there. I was not. He also said, get a bucket and a gamma seal screw. That's the screw on like red, the lid for the buckets. So you can do hots. Like venomous snakes removal, and then you can screw the lid on, and it's safer. Oh, it's a lot safer than when we did the three, the four copperheads in that tub. That we pretty had sure to, there were five in that tub. Yeah, there may have been five in that tub. They <laughs> had to keep taking the lid off of them, and they kept getting out, and that was that was not safe. Yeah, not at all. Anyways, uh, also our giveaway this month. Don't forget to go over to our Facebook page and check out the giveaway this month. We are giving away two VivTech LED UVB light bulbs. From VivTech. So you can, all you gotta do is go over to the podcast page. There's a post pinned at the top. You'll see it. It says VivTech on it. It's got a big old picture. There's a question you need to answer. Answer the question and you're entered for the giveaway. And you can win two light bulbs of your choice. I just got three VivTech lights in yesterday. Yep. So I'm interested to see how they start. I've got them on my Euromastics, on my Bearded Dragon, and on my Redfoot Tortoise. I'm very interested. I was really excited they came when they did because it, the shipping when we ordered said they wouldn't be here until tomorrow. So they actually got here two days earlier yeah. than they were supposed they to. They come with a cool little card that you can plant. I still flowers. haven't seen that. But yeah. <laughs> I think our I think our guests are ready. <laughs> They're <guess>. ready. All right. <laughs> so our guests, I'm super excited. Max actually introduced you to them, right? I did. So let me go ahead and pop them onto the screen. <laughs> there they are. I, well, I was 
the fade out. I love it. <laughs> we have Lauren and Lauren. From, yep. I always, I, so I've been, I, I type this wrong every time because I want to put a P in there and there's not a P in there. It's every, no, especially after COVID, everybody yeah. puts the, or autocorrect puts it right back in there. So, so it's symptom, S Y M T O N. Yes. Yeah, Simpton. Simpton. Yeah. We, we relate to Sean. It's Simpton, not symptom, just like it's herps, not herpes. So. <laughs> yeah, honestly. We feel his pain. Yeah. And I, try typing in Googling Simpton at herps, and <laughs> you'll get symptoms of herpes. Oh, my goodness. No. Please don't Google that. Don't Google that. <laughs> or Google it and then post in the discussion board what no, you find. No, don't. No, don't. Don't, don't post any pictures. You don't want people posting pictures of herpes? <laughs> Symptoms of herpes. That's oh, not look, what you there want. There you go. I love Fancy. Fancy. But yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of dogs. Yeah. So, um, hello. How's it Great going? <laughs> Lauren Squared. It's going pretty well. Today was like a busy day. Tuesdays are pretty busy in the worm distribution industry, but um, we try to space it out. That is an industry I would not have thought to think of or say. Those are words I've never heard in that order. I love it. The word, the worm um, distribution industry. Yeah, and, it, and you know, specifically larvae. And if, or the user-friendly word maggots. I would say it's maggots. My dog is having a time, but he'll get over it. If you can hear in the background. That's fine. Ours are downstairs with our daughter, and, and who knows what's happening down there. So They're quiet now. That's all I care about. Because I messaged her <laughs> and said your daddy can hear the dogs. So Perfect. I met y'all at Conroe, thanks to Max Hicks, who walked me over there. Y'all, yes. <laughs> y'all, have, y'all do feeder insects, mainly the black soldier fly larva, which is just a fancy way of yeah, saying right. fly we have, maggots. We have a set. We have an example cup here. We brought we brought one home. We came prepared. Yep, we came, and this is this is the larvae. Yummy. As you can see, they're better than like they're real hardy. They ship well. Um, I'm not really great at this, <laughs> and uh, they don't have legs or wrap around you or squirt at you in defense like superworms. Yeah, so there's like they're all around. Oh, started on crickets and their legs and their stank. No, these are shipped in a scent-free absorbing substrate that we have crafted over five years of trying really hard. We started with coir, and it's it's just in appearance is not as not as pretty. It's it's more reminiscent of like just dirt. Yeah, or like you know, the, the kind of maggots you don't want. Yeah, you're, right. You're really gotcha. So the so the black soldier fly larvae, those are the same thing when you go to PetSmart and they're the uh, what what are you what are you pointing? Oh, uh, calci calci grubs, calci worms. Yes, yeah. um, I was, I was they have a lot I of names. Have to see only myself. The there we go. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was trying to get him. I was like, <laughs> fix the camera. <laughs> but those are the, those are the ones. Whenever you go to PetSmart, the entire cup is already dead in the fridge. Yes, yeah, because they put them in the fridge and that kills them. We do not recommend <laughs> we that. Don't. Yeah. So, so our tip, if you're listening and have them in the fridge, go ahead and get them out and don't do that. Every room day. temp, room temp, baby. <laughs> so we actually got some from you guys in Conroe. You got to talk into the mic. I know. I'm sorry. I keep turning to look at you. Ooh, I didn't know we were getting a live review. Yeah. So the fat tail gecko is bougie as shit and won't eat anything other than crickets. Uh, so he 
wanted nothing to do I also with them. just fed them a bunch of crickets not that long ago. So maybe he was full. So we'll try again. But the bearded went ape shit. She though. went bananas. Yeah, she freaking loved them, which is great because I need her to eat and gain some weight. So that's great. Because well, she lost weight at one point because she yeah. laid a whole bunch of uh, she did. fertile eggs. We, like just out of the blue. Well, that was weird because like I all of a sudden one day I was like, man, she looks really skinny. I don't know why she's so skinny. And, and she then, was eating like crazy and everything. So and I'm like, we, what is happening to this bearded dragon? Well, then we moved to Texas. I We packed her up into a little tub. And we emptied out her cage. And I started finding, it was like Easter. I started finding little eggs all over the place. And I was like, all right, well, this explains how she lost weight. We're talking like 40 something yeah. infertile eggs. Whoa. Buried in her Aspen, all, in her and, tank. And not in one spot in the Aspen. No. It's all over the t- she's She like was burying them eggs. and dropping them. So. It was insane. See, all our beardies are boys, so we've left out in that. We just have the one, and she's I a rescue. That, I didn't know that 40 eggs was an option. I didn't either. I, I don't know anything about them having, like, laying eggs, because they we have, just have the one. They and have she, a lot of babies. Yeah. That's why there's a lot of them out there. I was like, holy cow, because she's a rescue. She had metabolic bone disease, and she goes to my classroom. Like, she's a class pet. I wish that that a lot more reptile owners who have been in the game a while were more understanding of people who, especially, like, not only first-timers with a specific breed, it doesn't mean you're not a first-time reptile owner, but also, like, um, just, like, rescues. They're situational, and I feel like we've gained a lot of different types of reptiles because they needed homes. And then I wish that like other reptiles were reptile owners were like more forgiving in that sense that, that you had questions or could post your tank on a, on a Facebook group and just didn't get absolutely demolished within the Oh, comments. absolutely. Um, so we actually got her, a friend of ours works for, and I get this wrong every time. I don't know who the friend is. Christy. She works for the forestry department. Forestry department. I always want to say forest service. It's forest service. Is it forest service? Okay. I get the two mixed up. Anyways. The same thing. She, they, they actually had the bearded dragon and I was talking to her about, I couldn't decide if I wanted a bearded dragon or a leopard gecko for my classroom. And she's like, well, I have this one that seems really depressed and I think needs more interaction. And since you have a room full of children, why don't you take her and test it out? And she just went bananas in the classroom. She started moving a lot more. She started eating a lot more. Like she just genuinely did better around a bunch of people. So then she started living with me. And she's great. We've had her for like two years now. I think. I'm. Well, I'm going back. Yeah, we've had her for. Yeah. No, man, longer. Maybe three years now. She's losing weight. Well, she's she's well, she's good now. It was just when we moved, she lost a ton. Yeah. And she was continually eating. That was the other thing. I'm like, she's going to the bathroom normal and she's eating normal. I'm like, but I don't know what's going on. And then we found all the eggs and realized that's what it was. And Yeah, that'll cause them to drop weight pretty quick. She was yeah. a girl. We knew she, we was, knew a she girl, was a girl, but, but we've we- had her for three years and she's the only one we have. I didn't realize that they would lay eggs without a male. Right. Yeah. So, well, and if you think it's a boy and then it starts laying eggs and you're like Oh yeah. No, we knew she was a girl. We knew that much. But like I said, you know, I have had no desire to breed whatsoever. So I never thought to put her. Yeah, it was just, it was a very crazy experience. Definitely. I feel like for all the rescue reptiles we have, like we don't know their, we don't really know their um, actual gender until, you know, there's like evidence in front of our eyes. (laughs) Until something happens. That makes sense. It's the boy. Yeah, it's the boy. It's the girl. Uh, 
But going and back to the never changed the name. So but yes. going, going back to the way that people treat uh, newcomers, I think the problem is in this hobby. Yes, I want to talk about that. We all, I say we all. Most of us get to the point where we forget what it was like. You're in it so long, you forget what it was like to be new. Because for, for me, I haven't been new to the hobby for almost 20 years. Um, and so for a lot of folks, when they see something, that's the problem with Facebook. There's no... Sometimes it's a young kid, like a yeah. seven-year-old kid. And it's like, how can you forget? Like, I don't know. Well, seven-year-olds shouldn't have Facebook. That one, but, uh, <laughs> Agreed. You know, but it's all just the way that you like speak to other members of the community that I think is kind of like, it's almost scary to ask questions when you need help. Well, and you're not sure what's going on with your lizard anymore. And like, the crazy thing is no one would talk to like someone like that in person. Like you wouldn't walk, talk to somebody in person. They come and go, look, this is how I keep my animal. And they show you a picture in person. And then all of a sudden you start yelling at them for being a horrible human being. No one would yeah. do that in person. But on Facebook, have at it. Call them all the names you want to and give no advice. Right. That's what happens. Uh, it's, it's not Sorry, good. I'm reading the comments. <laughs> that's okay i logged into section. facebook and still couldn't see who the it doesn't tell me who Does the it, facebook users are no i mean facebook well, users ever load i don't i don't i was asking somebody said one of ours said come by the shop tomorrow and i was like i'm serious like like they're very they, and that is just an example of how great our customer service is ask and you shall receive <laughs> i have a feeling that was ilana but no, but Alana's name popped up next to hers earlier. Okay, then I have five It's, pro- it's probably Sean or Lori because they're in College Station like we are. Oh, then I, yeah. It's, oh, okay. okay. It's, it's or it's, it's Sean. Oh, it's Sean. Sean. There we go. Regolia. So, yeah, it's Sean. Oh, Sean Gray. Well, now I can see I can see Tracy's name. Yeah, I, I don't know how it chooses who you can see and who you can't. And I don't even have a I don't even have a Facebook, so yeah, that's the I weirdest. Just, by the way, that's super I, weird. He has complained about that. I've not from, complained. I've said it's weird that someone doesn't have Facebook in 2021. Not that she, no, does, no, have, no, she no. does have a business page. There is. A I was going to say page. it wasn't that they don't have a Facebook; it's that they don't have a Facebook with. No, but they have a business page. Oh well, there you go. I did find. Then that. What's, what's the problem? I don't what think he could find your business no, page. No, I found it's not the. No, quit putting words in my mouth. He just thinks it's weird that I don't have one. Yeah. Yes. Which I think is great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have an Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, so it's not that different. But um, it's more like, yeah, I just, I just, I couldn't have it all, and a bug company at the same time, you know? Yeah. See, I'm the one in all of the lizard pages, like typing, like, okay, what are people saying about Simpon? What situation do I need to diffuse? Were there bugs dead? Was did the post office lose the box? Okay, that's not our fault. So let me go and tell them we can replace it. Because we didn't send them dead bugs. They were alive oh, when they left the warehouse. Yeah. And we have like some customer service people on Facebook that are amazing. And as soon as I found out that I was like, uh, that Simton was incapable hands, I was like, bye. That was literally the only reason I had one at the end. And um, I have lovely people working for it. I think they're all women. So lovely women working on the Facebook end of things. My bugs were smaller than advertised. Let's go. Let's get right to it. The picture on my computer was so much bigger than real life. Mm-hmm. The beautiful thing is that we have a quarter to compare it to. If you just browse over it and click through the... And if and if you were at all unhappy with the size of your larvae, you should just hit us up, like our card says that comes with the package, within 24 hours. Just let us know. Even send us a picture. Not mandatory. As a teacher... As a teacher, I'm going to go ahead and let you in on a secret. People don't, don't read. read directions. Don't read. <laughs> Ever. 
Well, I hope you're listening now. Um, In my experience, they don't listen either. We will get back to you. And we do have that, like, we're pretty... We're pretty friendly with the reshipments. So if you if you had a legitimate complaint and we, you know, agree or can't really argue with that, let's let's go. You get more work. What's the worst that could happen by emailing a company? Lindsay's probably just shaking her head at me. <laughs> Lindsay is my main email girl, and uh, she's probably not happy with me saying that. Don't just email Lindsay <laughs> for no reason. But if you have a legitimate complaint we're we're very like receptive to that and want to make things right love it so i i pride myself on that because i still i still we still if you said a first name of one of our customers we'd be able to tell you yeah probably all the last names like like we're still small but we have grown in popularity and i think like that all comes from our reputation with customers so, so our customer service is 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 what I would want my customer service with other like the experience with other companies and brands to be. Customer that's service big is big. That's that's an area where a lot of people in this hobby don't uh, don't focus, unfortunately. Yeah, it's customer service, and also we've learned website design. <laughs> Y'all's website is pretty good. I like it. We well, she designed it. So- talk about it but we take good pride in our website and that's the thing is like a lot of the people who do insects don't really know as much about computers or website design and so it kind of like falls in like that area but we really like ours <laughs> so i want to take yeah. a, i want to take a step back and we'll go we'll get into all of this stuff but i want to go i'm assuming you were reptile people first and then got into the bugs Nope. Nope. The other way around. Um, well, it's it, it's different for both of us. Yeah. Um, so she was a reptile girl first, and I was a bug girl first. Yeah. Um, I lived in an apartment that didn't allow pets, and I really wanted one. It was my first apartment, like, while I was in college, and I was like, okay, a cat or a dog would be too obvious, but I still want a pet. So I'm going to get a bearded dragon. <laughs> yeah. And so that was my first pet. Uh, or that was my like entry into like the bug and reptile like community, which, you know, go hand in hand very well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And then I, uh, I was, I don't know, always obsessed with insects, but I was studying, um, here at Texas A&M in college for, uh, my PhD in entomology. And my study subject was the black culture fly larvae. Um, and I worked, uh, with a lab mate on developing this business plan because we saw that once we did a nutritional profile of them and we knew that, like, I mean, you're not unaware of the people, like, other brands, like, Phoenix Worms was actually the only one that existed at first. Yeah. And, uh, like, that was where we were getting some of our, like, uh, worms at the lab. And so, like, we figured it out. We got, we got bearded dragons as a result kind of of being black soldier fly larvae specifically people and there are those people out there like a part of our our part of our website is just for hobbyists who um either like have a fly cage and they're breeding black soldier fly larvae or like as pets kind of, um yes it's a hobbyist thing it's yeah and uh they're really or just for your compost pile, also. Yeah, that's what that's gardening. The other thing. Okay. People buy them as com- 
uh, people buy them as like it's like almost like earthworms but i feel like there was judgment in my voice and there there was definitely judgment there was not meant to be judgment in my voice (laughs) i just I need no, clarification. Like, like, as pets, what is wrong with I, those people? In my head, I was thinking, well, that's a weird one. But and then, you realize I, everything we and have. then I realized, like, I'm kind of a weird one, too. So <laughs> I apologize. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I think that, I mean, you see at the reptile shows, people are selling insects and people are buying insects as pets, like the mantids and the. Creepy centipedes. Shout out to Ty for having. So yeah, those- <laughs> mantids like are it. bugs. Yes. Yeah, and, and I, I also have the the my I bought so many recently the death standing beetles and they're my daughter has our daughter has some. So you know. So here's so my fun. thing though. I so your daughter has bug pets. But in my mind, black soldier fly larvae and death standing beetles are not in the same category. Like one is a feeder food well, and one is a pet. Like what's gonna different. What's gonna eat a death fainting beetle? Whatever's in the wild. Where Another death fainting beetle. I just had that happen in my <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yikes. So I need to tell yeah, her if one disappears. <laughs> that's when I realized I needed to like maybe see them more often. I didn't know until that happened. I know I know they're like gremlins. You can't get them wet. That's that's what I know about death fainting beetles. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Did we lose? I them? think their headsets disconnected. They muted. And now they're muted. And we cannot hear them. Oh no. And I don't know if they can hear us. I don't think they can. The wonders of technology. <laughs> Send a message. Here. No. <laughs> it's pretty much anybody watching, you you get to watch them try and troubleshoot their headphones. Oh. And they're still muted, so I can't hear them. Can you unmute them? Uh, I think they muted no, it's themselves. Muted on their side. I don't think I type in the. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Oh, there, there we go. go. They're back. <laughs> what are you talking about? Back from one. You could have used that time for a quick ad or something. I, I don't love know. it. It's way more fun that. to point we out didn't know technology we're issues. Not we're not that. We have so many technology okay. issues. It's fun to watch somebody. I was about to say. When especially yeah, going were, live, it's very brave. You were cracking me up with I don't know where this cord goes, and you, and then I you're like, don't. don't touch I was it. like, don't touch any cords. What are you doing? You're touching the cords. You're don't gonna. Know what, it doesn't matter. You're it's gonna, a power cord for something. Well, you're gonna mess something up. So what did wrong. I have here that had this power cord? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Um, to, the, to the person talking smack on Apple products, it was probably if we review the footage, it was because I tapped on it, <laughs> and it's currently falling out right now. And I'm scared to put it back in. There you go. You're good. Okay, I can hear you. So. Yeah, see? Apple products at their finest. It's still working. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm sure that's Max talking shit because that's what he does. That's, that's his thing. Yeah, we can't see. He, that's, Facebook I know. You know what? He's hiding behind. He probably changed his name on Facebook to Facebook user. Yeah, Max. Throwing me off. Chicken shit. What is Honestly, that? it makes sense now that it's... Yeah, I wish that bear would have eaten you. James Lewis. Wait, what? <laughs> Why don't you just expose well, expose your name on this yeah, chat? Yeah, we need some some <laughs> comment signatures. Put your initials at the end. So, so how long have y'all been you said it's been five years or so since you started this business? Um, so yeah. So we started we actually we were kind of just like my lab mate and I at A and M were just kind of running it out of the lab. Like with as a side hustle, kind of like 
you know, with some leftover study subjects. And then, um, to be fair, like Spring didn't know anything about branding. He had Comic Sans font for one. Hey, I like Comic Sans. No. I love There's it. a lot of people at the reptile shows that use it. It's a, I mean, it's font. a fun font, but there are I didn't know. 45 million other fonts I, out there I, that I are use, so much I more use it, enjoyable. I disagree. I use it on everything. You do. Fun. I know. And I love okay, it. But, okay, okay, okay. But the other part of that is that the logo <laughs> was a picture of a, an adult black soldier fly on his fingertip in the sketchbook filter. And it was just like so much no. So I rebranded. <laughs> Like as soon as, as soon as I met him, like, cause he had like thought of this idea and he had named it. Um, and I won't rename, he loves the name because it's an original word. And I think, uh, I think it's not, it's very dangerously, like you said, close to an already made word that is, you know, it autocorrects and like, that's a bummer, but I'm not going to be one of those brands who rebrands and at the bottom of their logo, it says, Formerly Simtons, so we own it. We are Simtons. I like the logo. It's, it's a very, it's a very basic logo, and I love basic logos. Here it is. Oh wow, it's even tattooed on you. So you really—that's hard. Well, I drew, I drew it. I drew it, and I believe you know, I believe in it. She so. believes in her product. I love it. Yeah, that much. Well, yeah. Um, Have you seen her leggings? Right. You saw them at the show. Oh, I did see the leggings at right. the show. She has maggot leggings. Well, yes. black you know, soldier. People flower. don't even notice that they're maggot leggings at first. <laughs> That's crazy. They just think it's, it looks like a cool pattern. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I rebranded it into what it looks like more what it looks like today. And um, kind of that was like a little bit of the like propel like and I and I got a social media presence for the company and that was about five years ago and that's when we were able to increase sales like we were doubling each week and finally it was like we couldn't run the business out of the lab anymore and um I hope I don't get sued by AM for saying that. Ah you'll be good. <laughs> okay. Um and uh and so we moved into a warehouse and a dog somebody and is about to lose a leg. That is a angry little dog. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they saw it. they saw the culprit, but uh, <laughs> he's. I think he just got neutered too too early in life. I believe. <laughs> uh, so he's just angry at the world now. Yes, yes. All right, Max, um, you you have to quit talking unless you have yeah. useful stuff to say. Shush. Seriously, <laughs> um, <laughs> we do. Okay, I'll get to the Bri- the Brian Kimball comment in a second, but. Before that, uh, anyways, so we had to move into a warehouse and since then it hasn't been hard to grow with like, you know, just providing the quality product that we do and like making it right each time, like with, with more knowledge out there about how you don't have to dust black soldier fly larvae because they already contain enough calcium and, um, just other things about like how well they ship compared to some other insects. You can store them at room temperature. They're just easy. And in most cases, well liked by you know, other than your picky, picky little guy. So um, aren't are, is they're, they're not they're not the same as wax worms, right? No, yeah, they're wax not. worms are a caterpillar. They turn into a moth. Yeah, they're 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 moths, and these are flies. The wax worms are very so, high in fat, aren't they? And they're very high. Pretty in fat. much just fat. <laughs> yeah, they're they're. they're 
they're easily digestible, which is a benefit to them. They don't have the hard exoskeleton that right. mealworms and superworms have, which is the reason that all three, to be honest, should be fed as treats because the superworms and mealworms are great, I think, for hunting lizards, like the one who loves the chase and like they have legs. They're obviously like moving around and like, but they have this hard exoskeleton that is harder to digest and get the nutrients out of the worm. They, otherwise they would be uh, more like our larvae. Well, I've heard, and then I've heard horror stories and I've never actually yeah. seen it. It's like, you know. Uh, They're moving in the poop. Well, I've heard that like the superworms, if they don't kill the superworms, they can actually like eat through. Head, yeah eat through like throats and, and stomachs and stuff because they're that exoskeleton keeps them protected inside the belly. Right. And, uh, I've yeah. never seen it happen luckily, but it's that's just mainly with bigger ones, like a, like the a big ones. And yeah. the little, I don't think it would happen like a beardy, but maybe like a little gecko or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking about our albino translucent gecko. Like would never be able to handle an adult, like right. a big, a big super. We don't, yeah, we don't really do, Super and we don't really do superworms as much as we used to, mainly because they're hard to. Uh, they're hard to breed, aren't they? Yeah, you, you have, have to like, put them in the cannibalistic. dark. And, they're, and they're cannibalistic, so you have to separate them yeah. as pupae because they can't hatch together. Or you have to each stress other. them out, and sometimes the pupae will just die instead of turning into beetles. But they are really cool looking pupae. Yeah. And what are these? Superworms. Um, superworms, mm-hmm. and they turn into beetles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then same with mealworms; I they turn into smaller beetles. What? I've had superworms that have turned into beetles in the bearded cage. And they don't eat them. Nothing eats the damn Nothing beetles. eats the beetle, but the beetles are great they cleanup shouldn't. crews. They really, yes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Because we but, had uh, that happen with. We definitely don't recommend the beetles because of like how hard their elytra, yeah, the, like, the wings get. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh my God, it has wings? It's a beetle. Do all beetles have wings? Yeah. Yes. Oh my they god. Hard, it's, they have a hard wing covering the, and then underneath there's the soft yeah, that's of flight. So they actually have every every insect has two sets of wings except for flies, which are right. so just you, one set of wings. If, if there's there's bees or flies that mimic bees and you're like, I don't know if this is a bee or a fly. Or and bee sets of wings do it have? If it's only one, it'll always be a fly. But bees also look like they they can look like flies because they have this like cool velcro hook mechanism that makes their front and back uh, wings attached and they move as one, but that's beside the point. The point is, yeah. So, so, so back when I met her, I was, I was a TA at the school in veterinary entomology and her boyfriend at the time was my student. And he was just so sure that we needed to meet. And I hired her instantly. And since then that was like, Three years ago. Three and a half years ago. Three and a half years ago. Um, Because it combined the insect and the reptile knowledge that we both had. She quickly switched her major from (laughs) pre-med pre-med to entomology, the study of insects. Wait, wait, pause, pause. I need to know your parents' opinion when you went from pre-med to entomology. Really supportive. I would yeah. say her mom was like all about it. I my, I grew up with a single mom, so she really just supported me in any decision that I made that was like good. You know, as long as that's <laughs> so, awesome. I'm shout out to Deborah. There's a lot of parents yeah. out there who would have gone ape shit with the kids. Like, you know how I was going to be a doctor. Uh, instead of being right. a doctor, I'm going to oh. go work with bugs. Shout what out! Wait, stop! Shout out to my parents. They're still mad. I'm not a doctor, and I run, and I'm I'm the president of this company, and it. <laughs> I don't, I, I would have, 
I would have never wanted to do surgery on people, just just dissections of cockroaches. It changed a little bit because she would tell people and she'd be like, yeah, Lauren's at A&M. She's studying pre-med. She wants to be a doctor. And that had to change for like a little bit. And now she's like, yeah, she's studying entomology and running her own business. She, She grows maggots. Oh my god! Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so hard in conversation. So I actually recently I went to go visit my. What is that? I think we're good. Are we good? Okay, y'all are fine. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes Bye. when we touch it, it goes. Um, <laughs> this past summer, my niece turned three, and it was. Uh, I went to go visit her, and I was talking to my my half sister. I was I talking to her family, and she's like, "They're always like, oh, what do you do for yeah, a living?" Just, and I'm like, "Oh, I." And we're eating, of course. You know, we're having like of pizza and birthday you. cake. So over a meal, they're like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I sew both. Oh, no. Did we freeze? Or did they freeze? I don't know. Oh, we- no. I think that was, this was us. Uh, yeah, our internet. Can I? I don't know. We pay a lot for internet to not mess up. We do. And so it'll come back. So on the recording, people will hear me and you bleaching about our internet. And the people watching live are probably <laughs> listening to them. I guess I need to call. And figure out what's wrong. Oh, we're yeah, back. It's okay, so, so we yeah, froze. It's- no! <laughs> Y'all were fine, but were we... Just, we it's, it's happened like the last three shows. It, yeah. was, it was a really good segue. Yeah, we were proud we of were that one. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so we left off. You were sitting at the table talking about... And you're like, well, I actually okay, sell bugs. <laughs> Wait, did, did everybody else already hear it? So online they did, but on the recording, because I record on this machine. The recording didn't. Got so go it. ahead. Online, okay. they can hear it so, twice. It's just Max Hicks. Right, right, right. About him. I just want to do it so, right again. I, I want to do saying, it right for you guys. I was at my niece's third birthday party, and her family that is uh, that was there, we were talking, and they were asking me about what I do. And I was like, oh, I grow insects for reptile consumption. And they're like, oh, tell me more about that. And I'm like, Not do a you over a meal? <laughs> I was like, well... I grow maggots and roaches and other creepy crawlies um, that insects love to eat, but I'm sure that's all you want to hear Wait, while you're eating food. That reptiles <laughs> like to eat. Yes. Yes. We, we were following her. We were good. Oh, yes. Yes. reptiles. Yes, not insects. And yeah. then I said, that is a great segue into discussing the topic. Our question. In, of oh. insects Can we hire food. her? Can we hire her? That was a I perfect segue. Right. Yes, but then, yeah. Because he's horrible the at these it, segues. I'm great at segues. <laughs> I'm not good at writing segues. Set us up for that. It was a bump set spike Which is good, situation. Usually people have to steer us back onto the conversation. So if we can do it ourselves, like we're, we're, we're it was our only question it. to get to. So, we so while he's, to, while he's pulling that up, we pulled up. Okay. Well, that's fine. We're going to pause. You say that like while oh, he's pulling it up, like I don't know how to run my own podcast. Scroll up in the comments because we've actually had a couple of questions. Where am I going? Um, where am I going? Skipping all of Max's no, 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 no. stuff. Scroll back down a little small, a little slower. Max, stay out of the comments. Okay. We want real, Keep going. Real oh, I did want to talk about brian kimball's comment um yeah stop right there we, we had a yeah we had a story we had a story about um well we pause real quick is this about does this have to do with our question the, our question yeah yes. yeah that okay you, so before before you tell us that story i'll bring i'll bring i'll bring you back to it i promise mealworms okay. um i thought that was really funny Meal, mealworms are basically like the big mac of like the reptile bug food world. We call them they french use- fries. That's funny. So now they're the french fries. But we had someone ask what food source is best for tarantulas in your opinion. So like as far as a bug goes, what food source do you right. think? I'm a fan of the dubia. 
I think that yeah. tarantulas, because I would say tarantulas, because they're more, like I said, like hunters who like the chase. Um, it's more stimulating. I just, I just think that dubious, dubious right. have like the nutrients the and they're, they have, you have to remember that reptiles and each, each reptile is different, obviously, but reptiles versus spiders, the microbes in their gut and what they can break down is so different to where like they can digest a lot of a harder exoskeleton. They're used to eating insects. So, okay. Sorry. I just, I mean, I didn't want us yeah. to get like so far past the question that it, we never <laughs> came back to it. So right. now, Brigoli, I will help you with your light bulb inventory hill. Are you, you're having a conversation and nobody listening Saturday. to the podcast oh online knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, that's funny. We, we call the, we always say like we compare mealworms to like french fries and we always say that dubia roaches are so meaty. They're more like chicken nuggets. <laughs> so we, we call dubia's lizard chicken nuggets. All right. Everyone, when you're eating chicken nuggets, think. Dubious. God, why? Why did you have to do that? Honestly, like, I like those old McDonald's chicken nuggets that weren't like, all white meat and you got like chunks of gristle. Anybody remember those okay. chicken nuggets? Dubious are just so fatty. I've always thought like what it might be like to, you know how there's dairy free milks at the store? Yes. I feel like Katie has to have I have those. Could be the new Whole Foods item. All right, so let's get into the question, and then we'll talk about no that. No on that one. So our question uh, that <laughs> I asked you what question you wanted to ask, and we asked, uh, it says, we know you, talking to the, our listeners, we know you use insects to feed your animals, but what are your thoughts on insects as food for humans? And uh, I want to go through several of our answers. I'm actually surprised at how many people were okay with this. Um, Me too. Right. Because so. that's actually our biggest hurdle. It's not FDA approval. It's it's human it's, approval. Yeah, stigma. So but, let's hear them. What? Are you really fussing at me for that? Because you did it just a minute ago. Yeah, I know. You should have learned. This is the TV channel. <laughs> uh, Lisa Fernaha. How do you say that? Oh, sorry, Lisa. Yes, it was in the Chinese food container. Whoever the Facebook – well, if it's Max, I'm not responding. But uh, yes, it? in The Lost Boys, he did out of the – it was it was both in this in the Chinese food. Yeah, was it uh, real? Uh, I I I'd have to review, but yeah, secret probably. like secret oh, like sidebar. Right. I've always wanted to sell to Hollywood. Wanted right. my worms to be famous. Like they don't do Fear Factor anymore. Um, but you needed an entomologist to do Fear Factor. Somebody had to bring the giant hissing roaches no. that people ate. And I was actually on a show. Um, and on a show in um, in May, a game like well, a, like a like a I don't know. It's an ABC ABC show. I don't know how it it's almost out this summer. But it's about me being a maggot farmer. But it's not like a show about me. It's like a game show. Um, but they, I, my producer spoke with me and he said while filming American Horror Story, like whoever was in charge of sending them maggots, fly maggots, let them all hatch and like all help broke loose across the universal oh, studios geez. because there were flies everywhere. And I was like, well, if we sold you flies, we, like, we would never let that happen. There's at least three weeks before our flies would actually emerge. Unless, unless you needed them to, because then we would give them to you <laughs> with an exact. I had a, date. I had a buddy in Louisiana when they shot, uh, whichever American horror story it was over there. Coven. Um, yeah. Season three. So there's, there's a, there's a <laughs> Burmese python in there at some point and it's his. So. Oh, Beanie? Beanie. Oh, that's Beanie awesome. Burmese. 
Um, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Little celeb. We'll have to watch it now. So yeah, we'll rewatch. That, that's also. my one connection to to that show. I tried to watch the first season. I couldn't get past. I don't the first do scary things. Do so ooh, the I don't first season what propelled us to sit through the terrible seasons. See, it's just it was. It, Bro, I'm all for weird shit, bad. but that show was was fucking weird. I love it. So Lisa said, intellectually, I'm all for it. Much more sustainable than clear cutting the Amazon for hamburgers, but actually doing it, it would probably be easier to just go vegan. All right. Those words sound horrible. I'm never going vegan. That's Lisa. Don't even play like that. That's gross. Also, bacon's amazing. Yeah. I mean, there are good plant proteins, but, um, I, I don't know what to say to a vegan. I never have. Um, they're wrong. That's the, that's what you should say to a vegan. (laughs) I've never known what to say in argument of meat, like, because they've decided not only, like, no veg, like, not no only cheese. no meat, but, they like, don't even no, cheese. no animal products, right. and I'm they not sure, cheese. like, ca- I'm sorry, vegans, cows need to be milked, like, it's not hurting them, it's not, like, a crime, like, it's not well, some crazy meat industry, I get, like, <laughs> it's crazy, we've seen horrific shit, but, sorry, stuff, um, but... I just, I, I mean, those, those animals literally pulled, only right? exist because we made them. So like, it's not like we went out and we found wild cows and started milking wild cows. It's 2021. Every cow and pig you find exists simply because we domesticated it a long time ago. And, oh, that's Max, the former vegan. We're no, yeah, we know. we're no longer reading any Facebook <laughs> user um, comments out loud. <laughs> if you would like to register your name in the comment section. Let us know Jerk and we face. will talk to you. <laughs> uh, d- we so, actually, so part of our like new employee initiation is we like to have them tried our dried food. our dried larvae before. Does like you haze? So you're hazing. I say that's a fraternity or sorority. I was that's about not- to introduce it as we do not haze at the same time. That's illegal. That's illegal. I love it. If you want to work here, you yeah. must eat this bug. No, oh my God. No, but honestly, but it's not, they're not that bad. It just tastes like unflavored right, look, Fritos. Nothing, so we're just like, well, nothing has ever been. Here's my argument. Nothing has ever been good when someone goes with it's not that bad ever. Not in a million no, years. I wouldn't have said that, but I wouldn't have said that. She's just like, now you've scarred her. She'll never say that again either. <laughs> it actually is like a very, not only like so much more protein than a sunflower seed, but it tastes like, it tastes like if you season it correctly, you, you like, which you we never have in front of a movie and just like munch on. So yes, I had, I yeah, had cookies. I had chocolate chip cookies that had crickets in them. And I, sw- I swear to you, I thought that it was like but- peanut M&M's. Right. Like but that's what it the, tasted like to me right. was peanut m and Yeah, but that's that is taking away all the texture of a cricket, all of the Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, you have and it's gone through an oven. Like there was that's not really like I, I so support you. You've eaten and it's sure. But <laughs> there is a lot of judgment in her voice. <laughs> there, there we go. We're volleying. We're volleying. It's, it's a fair, fair match. Uh, no, I'm not saying like, but I mean, I don't, I don't recommend eating like crickets would freak me out. I would probably have to floss and you'd find little right. legs, but and people who are allergic to shellfish actually can't eat crickets yeah. because they're so similar. That's yeah. a, the yeah. insect, Which would make them the 
So the Insectarium yeah. in yes. New Orleans, before they closed, they actually had a sign. They had a cafe where you could go in and yeah. try like all these different things. And they had a sign that said, if you have a shellfish allergy, we do yeah. not recommend that you consume anything like, here. Well, it's the chitin. It's the, it's the science protein. It's the, it's the chitin in the shell. It is. Carbohydrate. It's like evolutionarily, like the, the way that they, they don't have a skeleton. They have the exoskeleton made of chitin. And I just taught that to my kids. So I know. Did you really? Yeah, just, nice. Hey, boy. Uh, Very cool. So let me read a few it's more of these lot, answers. It's a lot like keratin in nails yes. and hair. Yes. But uh, Dominique oh. DeFalco said she's and eaten. Fun fact, chitin is actually, it's found in our black, so- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't need a podcast host. It's so know. fun to see someone else give you so much shit. I'm going, I'm going to talk to you. I'll be quiet. I mean, Dominique <laughs> says she's eaten ants, mealworms, crickets, and grasshoppers. It's a good protein source, and a lot of cultures incorporate insects into everyday foods. I will say, um, that's a good point. It's just, it's really the Western world that is so unacceptable. Well, I brought roaches into my classroom when I taught them about chitin because I'm like, you know, the the crunchy sound you make when you step on a roach. It's this. So I had uh, dubious this time. Normally, I like to have history. Step on them? No, No. (laughs) but. Uh, oh, I just okay. Showed. The okay, I yeah. get it. I and get so it. then we uh, we talked about bugs and something. And something I said something. Oh, what was it? I said that the rest of the world tends to eat bugs. Someone goes, "Well, that's weird." I said, "Well, we're the weird ones. We're the one country that's like, no, we don't do it." With that said, and as we get through this, I'll, I'll go and say, "I'm never eating a fucking bug. I'm not doing it." I'm, no, I'm, I'm no. okay. I'm okay no. admitting that he won't. It no. won't happen. He won't try them. So no, that's funny that you. The first person who ever to bring it back to our vegan conversation. <laughs> Amazing segue back. <laughs> the first person. So we've only had two employees total eat an actual live, live worm maggot. that wasn't and the wasn't first dry. one unpressured. We didn't ask her to. We, we didn't, didn't even bring up the idea, she and she's like, "I will do it." I will eat a live bug. And we were like, that, okay. So that may be the way to go. You shouldn't wait, hire this wait person. Wait for the punchline. Wait for the punchline. She identified as vegan. <laughs> so she assumed that. I'll eat the larvae. She's like, the larvae I mean, doesn't have a face. Does it good, not, like, did she not, like, did it not click with her what she's she doing? She ran an Instagram talking about vegan, vegan meals. Yeah. That's because. No, vegans don't want to eat the cute fuzzy shit. That's what they don't want to eat because it's adorable. But the but maggot to no, them wasn't adorable. Vegans are the ones who who deny cheese. That means you're so committed to anti anything related to animals. I, I love that any and vegan listening right now. Wriggling, just... but like you're eating a moving thing yeah. that should be so anti like what you're you used to. <laughs> but that's not the point. Anyway, and then the second, the second, I should not have eaten dinner before this podcast. <laughs> Hey, yeah, you eat ramen. That's like worm. Yeah, it was very worm like. Yeah, we didn't shut up now. Oh, wiggly worm like. But um, yeah, we've had another. Actually, I don't know if we like Peta might call us. Ah, forget Peta. Peta sucks. Yeah, so we had another employee eat a horn worm, but a big. Ooh, that's one. juicy. That's like way a, too juicy. Like the size of your finger. And someday, if. If I've gone through and checked out all the legal ramifications, I will post that video. But just hear hear me out. This happened, and uh, and he also ate a black soldier fly larvae. And he'll tell you himself that black soldier fly larvae like are are the move. I mean, over a hornworm. But I feel like the blue color should have turned any any organism off. I've picked them up. They're way too gooey for me to ever try and eat that. It's like a 
it's like a grub from um the Lion King when they're like yep. oh, digging yeah. under yeah. the or, or did you watch Survivor? No. And they would have those big Beetle, I don't watch naked. a lot of TV. I watch I watch Naked and oh, Afraid, and you'll see them eating one Naked and Afraid. Yeah, they eat them. Oh, they eat them. It's like part of the challenge. In Survivor, yeah, they eat them, swallow, and then they'd have to stick out their tongues, and there would always, there would always be some insect residue on the tongue, and it was so creamy. And well, and yeah, the problem so with like, big beetle grubs is that they, they from my understanding, I'm not eating a fucking one either, but they taste like dirt because... They just they eat wood and they're full of basically. It depends dirt. what you feed them, and that's like it. It really does because it, I mean it's just like gut loading your insects before you feed them to your lizard. Um, but like we feed it, it really and it changes the the outer color of them. Um, it just it really depends on the diet that they're raised in, and every and I'll go back to like every black soldier fly larvae company is different, and what they what mixture that they supply, and that's why there would be varying nutritional profiles. And in regards to the human argument, we could, we could alter them. So right now we have them high in calcium because we want to, because that's good for lizards. But I mean, when it comes to like, if you wanted to just amp up without even genetically modifying them, it's just what you feed them. Um, and no hormones, no nothing. Like you could really amp up the protein and, the beautiful thing is that like millions of these are grown in such a small, like on racks. I mean, in so much as, such a small area. Whereas, like when you compare it with other sources of protein, the grazing. I mean, if you're ethically raising them, yeah, yeah. then it's a lot of land. And not only that, um, the water the, and the pollution that comes with just just the excrement of whatever you're doing. See, like chicken this, manure. This is the one cabin. place where, like, I'm all for saving the earth. But I'm horrible for the earth when it comes to food because I fucking love pigs. They taste amazing, and I don't care how they grow them. I don't care. This is going to sound horrible. I don't care what they do to them. As long as the bacon tastes amazing at the end, I am good. I get that, and I get that. I, I, I really do. I can't give up bacon uh, or, or burgers or chicken nuggets as long as they're not. James could watch a hot dog being made and then turn around and eat it. 100%. I can watch them scoop the shit off the floor and put I've, it back like, in the machine. I mean... It all depends on like what you're comfortable with, but like I know that I've I've heard. Please don't, please don't tell me. But I've heard rumors that whatever's in hot dogs is disgusting. So I've stayed away from that knowledge, willfully ignorant. Yes, but I it's, love it's tasty dogs. stuff. Whatever it is, that's my thing. But I don't want to watch it. I know it. I know it's tasty, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. I get the but Hebrew I can, national. I get the Hebrew national ones because I, I feel like they're a little better off. Well, it's yeah. beef, but it's still beef the, bits. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, but I agree. But I'm, you know. All right. So let me read some. All right. We're going to get through these these answers. Okay. <laughs> the question. I want to read Sean, Sean Gray wrote a, a whole article here. So I'm going to read Sean's. He says, I've had oh. crickets on pizza in Mexico and would occasionally pop a mealworm in my mouth to freak kids out. We ate lots of bugs at the Insectarium in New Orleans as well. The protein levels would make an excellent sustainable diet, but people are too close-minded. I am. I'm okay with that. However, I do not recommend eating an adult kissing or hissing cockroach. <laughs> Especially when it starts hissing and the babies pop out in your mouth. Oh, oh. That sounds like, honestly, that sounds oh. like fish eggs and that sounds delicious. Oh, God, that does not sound. Plus, the problem with eating a uh, hissing cockroach is they have grabbing legs. It's not like dubias. Like, 
Hissers can that, so grab that's and why hold. Our, our bearded dragon will no I mean, longer that's eat. That's on Sean for eating a hissing cockroach. Our, that's not on any of us. Well, yeah, yeah, our bearded, our dragon, bearded will, dragon won't eat hissing cockroaches anymore, or really dubious for that matter, because she had a hisser grab onto her. Yeah, she, and ate, she, was she done. used to eat dubious, and then I had some hissers. Like, All right, let me feed her a hisser. And it, when she went to bite it and swallow it, it grabbed onto her mouth, and she freaked the fuck out. And from that point on, she's like, nope, I'm not touching these roaches. And she wouldn't. You eat know, them. not every lizard is a fighter. <laughs> And some are hunters and not fighters, and they need little, little doobie roaches or, you know. She does the crickets. She gets hornworms occasionally. Yeah. You know, they need to feel powerful in their own environment. And if the hisser, if the hisser, you know, every, she learned something that day. She went crazy over y'all's larvae. She really loved them. I had a friend Ooh, just. We love to hear it. They're I'd, great to pair with crickets and no dusting. I had a friend just text well, me the idea of snake. I got, huh? I got one of those. See, I don't see your bugs. I don't. Do you get uh, random pictures from people? Who go, hey, what is this beetle? Every day. How confident do you feel? No, the worst part is that we study insects, and it's always a spider. We don't study arachnids. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Not the same. They're number all bugs. So, or, or it's an absolutely horrible picture. Or a beetle. Or they describe it to me and like didn't get a pick in time. I saw this bug. And it was brown. What was it? So valid question. Oh, no, yeah, and it had. It definitely had wings. And antennae. Valid question because I, I have people that I keep in my corner for when I have questions like this. So are you open for like legit good photographs for identification? Yes. yes. Honestly, yes. just put them on well, put them on our put them on our business page and literally you'll have you'll have the answer within nice. somebody and if somebody can't answer it and even if I don't see it, they will have told me and I will help. Yeah. And uh and I, I like I to got, have I like to have people in like good. their niche yeah. that can help. Oh, see, me. I just had a friend. Right. I'll give you my yeah. phone number directly. <laughs> Perfect. Can, I love that. My friend well, just sent me a picture we, of a dead baby cottonmouth, and he's like, "Hey, what is this?" I'm like, "That's well, a cottonmouth." Exactly. Well, and if you don't know, we if you specialize got, in it, you're really good at googling. Like my uncle sent me a picture. He was cutting down trees, and he was like, "This larva popped out of the tree, and it looks like this." And here's a picture, and I was like, "Okay, tree like living larva," and I was like, "Oh, that." looks like the larva of a it's, wood boring beetle because He's like wow because like when you're in school for <laughs> for insects like you you have to do insect collections and have to be able to identify so if you cannot key it out with it an identification key okay, i'm teaching dichotomous keys right now well so. yeah. google it with the right keywords oh you've all the insects right, so I, I definitely want to get through these stories but i've got one for you that you're gonna like this one so this is my one foray into collecting bugs so high school bi- high school biology ninth grade <laughs> Uh, I think I've heard this I story. I love my biology teacher. My biology teacher was like an, an ex. We don't talk about those at this house. But, uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> no. but, but my biology teacher in high school was a, an ex-hippie. It's fucking awesome. Um, and so we had to do a bug, uh, like pinning, like a bug collection. You had to ca- catch bugs, pin them, identify them, forget how many bugs it was, and then turn it in and offer a grade. And, certain uh, number of orders, certain number of families. Yeah. And so I'm a procrastinator. I have been my entire life. And, uh, not, I, I not did for an insect collection. I you didn't need get, like each month's count. Nope. I didn't get that shit done in time. And, uh, so the day that it was due, I was sick. My mom let me be sick from school and then she drove me around. I had to go get bugs from everywhere. And so, uh, we lived near Mississippi State, uh, Columbus, <laughs> Mississippi. And the fields around there, all the cotton fields had collection. Wait, where cups. in Mississippi? Columbus. Near, near, near Starkville. Uh, My family's all from, uh, Poplarville near, near Picayune. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. Yeah. 
That was Mississippi. But uh, so the all the cotton fields had a there was a study at Mississippi State for entomology. So they had these green collection things around the field to collect the bugs come. And I probably threw off their study because I went to all those fields and dumped those cups out and took them home with me. So I'd have the bugs for my collection because <laughs> I needed bugs. <laughs> Some I grad did. I fucked it up as a kid. <laughs> I did. So, I, but, but I knew I was trying to get bonus I points for my teacher because I was going to be late. So, I, uh, my teacher, he also loved to work on VW bugs and stuff. So, I cut out the the kind of the foam board you that didn't. I was all pinned to as a Volkswagen I bug. Know. I did a Volkswagen bug and then I pinned all of them on there. I turned it in. I forget what I got. And I went to him and I said, Why'd you take points off? And he goes, I know why you weren't at school. And I looked at him I was like, Fair point. And I turned around and walked away. <laughs> you know exactly. I didn't have my project done in time. But that was my, my yeah, bug collection. Mean, if you, yeah. If you teach collections, like I've, I've been in, I think, three to date collections classes. And there's not a single person who isn't. Because you have to have labels on those pins. And yes. you have to have them all kind of looking like you've been doing it the whole time. And facing the same way. And there's, there's points that they'll, like, I mean, especially in grad school, they'll take off point for it, like, there's point reductions for. Uh oh, we lost your volume again. Technology, or did we freeze again? Did we freeze again? I don't know. But they give me a chance to go through uh, some of these. No, they're still moving. So yeah, it's them. They muted again. So they got to unmute it. Uh, there they are. It's just bad internet. It's like it's, we thought it was us again. It's, it's okay. World. Uh, let me get through this and then we'll go to more stories. All right. Uh, Graham Baddison, to our answer to our question, said it's coming. It's exponential population growth. They can't hear us. They can't hear us? Uh-uh. But okay, we well, I'll still read them. this. It says it's No, coming. I can hear you. Oh, perfect. Exponential, <laughs> exponential population growth. Insect flour will be a staple protein additive in the not-too-distant future. Graham, I hope you're wrong. Uh, Austin Warwick said, I don't see a problem with it. It's like anything else. It's all about proper handling and preparation. I agree with that statement. Gonzo said it's like eating a Crunch bar uh, just sounds horrible. Uh, James Ware said, well, supposedly dubia roaches are perfect for human consumption, but I could not do it. I I, I couldn't do it. They're very uh, gooey. Darren said, you can salute. You can saute damn near anything with some rice and onions. I would try it. Also, chocolate can make the pungent taste of insects. I'm all in. Uh, There's so- another secret ingredient to maggot recipes when they fry them. I don't know if it's too loud. No, go ahead. You're, okay. You're good. I got I got volume control. He can control your volume over here. I okay. have the technology. Um, yeah, because we just switched audio. We're using um, the computer now. Um, but the, it's whiskey. You fry them with whiskey, and yes, they another like something to keep in mind when you start to fry up larvae is they pop all over the place. But I I actually have made this amazing recipe with black butterfly larvae whiskey, a little bit of olive oil and garlic, and over rice and you know, the textures combine and it's all like kind of fried ricey and I think you misunderstood the directions. The directions are the directions are I don't know I can hear myself talk. I don't know I can hear myself talk. I can hear myself on their computer. That's what it is. Yeah. Hold on. Let's try this again. <laughs> See technology it's twenty twenty one and technology is still a pain in the ass. It will be forever. Honestly it worked for an hour and we're all impressed with it. Yeah. But uh I think the directions is drink the whiskey to the point that you no longer care about eating bugs. Sold. Let's do it. Up there, I can't hear them. Oh, for anybody listening to this, way to go on you. Because technology is not our friend. I'm going to read another one real quick. Travis Wyman said, uh, 
Into Can you hear us now? Yes. Yep. Travis said, entophagy Yay. is actually widely practiced outside the Western world. I think the only reason it's not normal here is because we think we are better than that. Travis, I'm going to tell you I know that I'm better than that, so I'm cool with that. Of course, lobster, shrimp, crayfish, and crab are all just aquatic bugs that fetch a premium price. Yep. They are kind of bugs. I'll take it. Let's go. Uh, he says, I eat bugs on the regular. Travis says, I've eaten any number of types, but in recent years, I have had to be more careful with my newly fledged allergy to dubias. Yes. I knew which, about that. And he also has a shellfish allergy. What's the dubia? Oh, is that that? Yeah. Okay. Because I know. Because he can't eat crawfish. Yeah. Because like I, I, uh, I'm not, I still eat crawfish at all. I'm fine. But the longer we kept dubias, which I don't keep them anymore, but the longer we kept dubias, the more whenever I'd have to clean the tub, I'd itch and I, my allergies would act up, and so we don't it's do worth dubious. It. I Depending on the severity of the allergy, yes. The problem if you're is, allergic to dubious, yes. I feel please like don't take that as recommended, like medical. Like no, a, because I again, break out in hives when I drink alcohol. I'm not a doctor, but no, we would yeah. still have dubious yeah. if somebody wasn't afraid of them. Sorry. <laughs> you know what would be great for Deal that? Um, stuff. Here is, did we? You didn't tell me. That you needed like one of our simple scoopers. We have They're it. great. I hate. We have okay. one. We Honestly, it saved my relationship with dude. Like that's the one thing. No, Katie that I still can, won't. Mm-hmm. I have to put well, my hand the, in the, the container. Tongs. She Wait, what? So she won't. If you can give me that on a six foot pole, then I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, if, I get it. If I, I have it. to be within a foot proximity of it without plexiglass between me i'm not okay well, she also threatens me when i used to feed them like if if they got loose in the cage i was have you seen the babies the babies don't freak me out because they th- make me think of isopods that's what that's what taught me that like it it reminds me a lot of roly polies but then like, it hits I'm a anybody. it hits a stage they hit that roach stage yeah. and then it there's depends. more it depends if they're a f- yeah no like if they're a chonky female like not into it if they're a male at all like those wings freak me out and then can't i mean i mean the middle side yeah no i can't either if they no. And you Our know daughter. What? I love bugs. I do not like, I don't, and a lot of entomologists do not like roaches. I will say she this. She doesn't mind them. She, yes, that's hers. she has to. The only time, is that it's us? Painful. Is that our fucking internet? It was, I don't know what it is. I think it's ours too. Our, so the only time that James has ever been allowed to go anywhere with our daughter by himself for like an animal okay, event. It's not the only time. Anyways, I'll tell the story because she wasn't there. It was you on the a, internet? It was a bug day event. Oh no, I don't Oh. Internet is is everybody's group tonight tonight. Uh-huh. So anybody listening, I'm recording. So it was a bug day event sure. where we lived and they had hissing cockroaches and they were selling hissing cockroaches a dollar a piece and my daughter wanted one and we ended up buying two. She was we, three. She was three. And we came home with his cockroaches. She loved them. The phone call that I get was, hey, we got something and she's so excited to tell you about it. And he puts our three-year-old on the phone and she goes, I got roaches. I was like, put your daddy on the phone right now. James gets back on the phone. I kid you not, I will find this photograph. That cockroach, because she was three, it was as big as that her when, freaking hand. That was when she had the cast. She had a cast because she had broken her arm. She had two hissing cockroaches for pets for like three years. She kept those things alive for three years. Yeah, but no, that's when I also would, found out the babies were small enough to get out of the screen. Lid. She would do programs. When we would go do education programs with our reptiles, she would hold her cockroach at the age of four, five, and six and do educational talks on her hissing cockroaches. That's awesome. And I would stand I on the that. other side of the room in case she She's accidentally the reason I dropped out it. How, What's that is like? Noise. She taught me that. Yeah. Okay, wait. 
Brian Kimball has a good question. All right, go with it. I want to try an alternative to crickets, but I don't know what my pet will like. Do you guys do samples? We. Oh my god! <laughs> that is the best. Time. Oh, that, wait, 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 nope. wait, 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 All wait. it said was "we", we and, and then, then you froze. paused. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. <laughs> good. Um, we do better. We do flights. Uh, think brewery. You're sitting. You're not sure which of the craftiest beers you might like. You got four of four of them for the price of about one ish to two. Craft in the insects. Insect world. Craft insects. So insect flights, and the pun is not lost on us. Oh, I. But the internet is, the internet is going <laughs> in and out. We, we, we heard all that. We're pause, good. Pause for Cool. No, you guys, yeah, we just go black sometimes. And so the pause was not even only for dramatic effect. So where can but they get these insect these flights, insect flights? Our insect flights are available on our website, which is Simton BSF or Black Soldier Fly.com. Simton BSF.com. You go, you look, you'll see insect flights. There are four different types of insects included in your insect flights. Oh, there's insect flights. Doobie roaches. They're currently on sale. According to the yes. website. <laughs> they are. They're like, what? They are. <laughs> Just for this podcast and all of your listeners. <laughs> it, says, um, yes. it says currently so, on sale. It says it's, but yeah, you get. No, they are. They are. They are. Well, that's um, <laughs> They are. Um, it was just, I'm a really good actress. Just kidding. <laughs> she controls the price of them. And I just found out just now. <laughs> um, either way. Now they're on sale, so get them while they're hot. Yeah, uh, you can get dubias. <laughs> Whoa. That dog is not happy with that. Yeah. That's our dogs running to go get insect flights. Um, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's black soldier fly larvae and there's wax worms. Not only that, but you can to control and customize the size of your black soldier fly larvae and dubia roach. And Based off of what you order in that size, we'll kind of like choose the best like hornworm in our cycle that like will match the rest of that. Same with wax worms, but, it's but two, we can't guarantee two good staples and two good treats. Yeah, There's a variety instead and of just one boring thing over and over. Again. Honestly, it was it was uh, I don't you know I thought of it in a brewery and I realized like so many people don't know not only don't know like new reptile owners don't know what to get their reptile, but, or other than like what they have at PetSmart, which is going to be disheartening right. after a while when your lizard won't need it. But also, um, friends of lizard people don't know what to get their, you know, their friends for a holiday. Um, or you don't know what your lizard likes and you don't want to invest in every single insect. Well, um, I'm, I'm looking at it on the website and it's a pretty good deal. So it's, it's $35 for all four. And you can order a small, medium, or large, but you get like fifty wax worms, twelve horn worms, twenty-five dubias, and then depending on how what size you get, you get a crap ton of black soldier fly larvae. That's a lot of food for your animal for only thirty-five dollars. Because I've seen yeah, feeder prices at shows. Yeah, and with that expansion into our insects, like into our insect varieties, we uh, we now have like this QR code on all the labels that you can, if you're not sure, like what insect needs what kind of care, what temperature, what to feed it, if they need food, if they don't. Uh, it's all on the QR code you that you can, can put scan them in the, the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. 
I just so well, do, yeah. I got the free sample from you, and tips. I was impressed with the all the information Rose cards tips. that came with what I got from you at Conroe. That that's an awesome thing. Those little cards. I love those add-ins that people send when you buy something that can help you. They help inform you on things. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so we have lots of lots of add-ins at reptile shows. If you want to see us at a reptile show, you'll get. The full luxury VIP treatment. Like you'll get a scooper for free. All of the information and and the cheapest prices, mainly because we know that a lot of people haven't heard or have only heard of like mealworms, superworms, the basics, crickets, um, dubious. But if we can just get you to leave with that information and a little sample of the worms, so like really cheap prices, then we'll like we'll have a repeat customer because as is the case with your beer dragon, like they really love them. She really and did. Them. It was exciting really for me to see her find something that she, and the it's leopard, my nice. leopard gecko ate a few. Yeah. Your um, leopard is also healthy weight and probably not that hungry. Yeah. She's good. Oh, that's good too. I, Congratulations. I, I say healthy and she might need, she might could, could lose a few grams. Sean Gray, oh, not that way. Sean Gray always posts those like, this is what a healthy leopard gecko looks like. And I always oh, feel like God. mine falls like on the it. obese side. You're good at it. But she's not like crazy chunky. But We have, so our bearded dragons, well, one of our bearded dragons is rather obese. Um, <laughs> like, like he is a big lizard. We bring him to shows just to show like what our black soldier flay larvae can like. He looks like. I don't know. He's getting in monitor territory. And his <laughs> yeah. he, he was, he's rough well, shape. He's proportional too. Like he's like a big boy. But then, um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Kenny Chesney is a big is boy. His name. Yeah. He was, he was, when he came to us, he was like in a 20 gallon tank with like not the correct lighting or hides or anything. And he had burns on his back legs from we don't know what. And so we're just kind of like, look at this beautiful specimen of a lizard and what our food can do for your animals whether it's a baby or a rescue and that's why we have they can hear us and we'd rather them be fat and happy than skinny and like their bones you know all crooked and messed up so So what other shows are you guys doing i know you were at conrad yes and we live like i mean we're based out of college station so so we'll be at the we'll be at all the college station brian whatever you classified as shows. So that's in November. And then we'll be at the Austin one um, in December, right? Yes. No, not this. Yeah. Well, no, it's next November, not this November. So our next one is December you, Austin. Okay, cool. It was November 20th. And I'm assuming they can pick cool. up your stuff at the Herb's Reptile Shop as well. Yes. yes. And that, and yes. That's, that's in Bryan. For anybody that is in the area that, that opens up again in November. And you'll yes. be able to get, get it there. And our bugs will be there. Yes. And one of our larvae art paintings. Yes. Larvae An art. original. And um, it, like, I mean, for the right price, Sean and Lori may be waiting, willing. So you had a larvae. Whatever colors you want. We do take custom inquiries. Yes. That a specific larvae can paint for you. Yes, actually, they can climb walls too. So, like, they can do your whole home improvement project. Or if you have an enemy, you just buy our larvae, right? I thought you were going to say enema. <laughs> I thought Whoa. she was going to say do not, enema. All right, you might listen. Do not put soldier fly larvae inside of you. Oh. No, no one here is recommending enemas. that. Yes. So, 
Please. When they're wet, they can scale anything. So, like, during the winter storm, when our AC wasn't working and it got really humid, even though it was cold, they, I'm, like, I'm worried about. I'm worried about where this is going. Okay, just the walls. They scaled our no, room. No, that's it. I'm like, just laughing at my own It was like a horror <laughs> film. But if you hate someone, you can buy our larvae, get them wet. They'll scale everything, their walls. And then once they come they down. They make little snail trails. Yeah. And then rain larvae. And then eventually they'll come down. Or, but then they're going to pupate Do you know a friend getting flies. married? Do they need a rice alternative to throw at the end <laughs> of the That's fucking cycle? horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, do you have a friend that you yeah. hate that's getting married? Jesus. Throw maggots at them. So, like, yeah, yeah we sell canned insects, too, which I, I, I think that. is a good market. Like, it's, I mean, there's certain situations where you want – I mean, do they we? last years on your shelf. And so for those certain They're times when pinch. Texas freezes over and for you can't get that never happens. or drive. <laughs> no, never. That would be when – Hell freezes over. No, I like I said in February we couldn't get live insects, and I've got the cans, like or at least one to two different varieties. We sell eight, um, now seven. We sold out of scorpions. Uh, you can you can buy them to keep on your shelf for up to three years. What's up, DB? You you only um, have you only have six. Then, you also sold out of silkworms. Six, seven. You sold out of silkworms. He's on your website. Oh. I am. Good to know. I'll go put more in stock. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no worries. We have Just helping you. Oh, that's. Oh, I, I don't already... think he was looking at the You're camera. I was looking at the cans of stuff that I can I can order. No. Look, in case we no. ever run out of food, we can have canned doobies. Boy, don't even. <laughs> They're well. So yeah, that's the other thing that we marketed as is is if you want to bring friends, like so, like at the reptile shows, some people don't have it lizards and then like the conversation kind of dies so it's like well do you want to prank your friends oh my god <laughs> canned, canned insects can oh. this is mm, this is every mother's worst nightmare if we put them back in stock or dream oh god anyway let's get back on top okay, okay. so i have some questions you guys have, <laughs> have we a, ever been on top no we're, we're gonna try though you guys have a facility right uh, where you grow what yes, all yes. you grow everything you sell you grow yourself? Oh. No. <laughs> I'm like, did we freeze? It's, no, it's fine. I like we no no we like I just didn't know how to answer that question so no no uh, I think that's a good yeah, answer I think that's fine yeah it's um the the definitely we did dubious i'm over it like i'm over it like we choose not to do the ones we don't we do. choose to continue so now, to specialize in so now specialty. like <laughs> black soldier fly larvae no the other ones are like the other ones are just not what we made the warehouse and the facility and like we kind of custom customize like the facility we have right now is custom to black soldier fly larvae rearing and um we want to stick with that so for can, now. Can you explain the um, setup? Everything for, else came after. Can you explain the setup for growing black soldier flies? Yes, Lauren Goza can. Do you want me to do it? Yes. I, I just had to run the. It's, I oh, really. It's yeah, 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 yeah. You oh. knew it. You can either stall or I answer can, it. I can stall. Ready well, go, ready go. No, no, no. I can handle this. <laughs> I, I can do this. Well, people, because people come up to us during the show. So black soldier fly rearing. Is that what you want to know about? Well, the the whole I, I know how to grow dubias. I've done that. Right. And the the idea of one 
just it's so many fucking flies. I can't imagine. Yeah, no, you anything have to have cages. That, anything that flies is really hard. So like superworms, mealworms, or beetles, those, those are, are okay. super easy. You, you do keep a big tray. Yeah, right. Dubias you can breed. Flies and waxworms and hornworms that turn into moths that require cages and special lighting. That's where it gets complicated when you're having things flying around your house or your warehouse. That's where things are a little different. People are like, can I breed my own larvae and save money? And we're like, I mean, some people have success over their own compost. There's no way I'd want to grow that myself. That seems like. Yeah, you really have to be dedicated as a farmer. It is, it is fly farming and collecting eggs every day and kind of planting them and it, it is like seed sowing. Um, you do have to go and tend to it every day and then make sure you're nurturing their environment, humidity wise, temperature wise, food wise. <laughs> <laughs> he licks the ear, the air pod and if nobody, no, anybody listening on later on in the recording, <laughs> you're missing a dog. Just sneak up behind. It's uh, ASMR. It's <laughs> ASMR. Dog tongue. Yeah, no, see, uh-huh. I, I think that I love when people are like, uh, cause Robert, who's not here, gets it all the time because he builds racks and people are like, what? Well, I could build that or they'll like, can you tell me how to build that? And like, go, go, go try. It's just, Feel free. But, it's yeah. just, it, love, and, love mo- see try. and more yeah. than anything, it's like, it's troubleshooting. Like, I mean, obviously they'd have a good, they'd have an okay skeleton. They get an idea. If they think they can do it, they can probably do one part of it. But like, there's the troubleshooting. What if this A, B, C, D, E, or any number of steps in the process goes wrong? Do you know how to fix it? And that's really what it, comes down to i mean you could read all the blogs you want but experiencing disease experiencing like a mold outbreak or what happens if you're you know food is none of them hatch <laughs> none of them hatch is a is a common thing and uh then or how to get that how to get the uh, adults to breed there's all you can breed enough but you have to know what to adjust throughout the process to kind of like and it's taken years and we're learning every day and I never claim to be like know everything because there's constantly new information coming out. But I mean, we, we definitely try. <laughs> we definitely try and we definitely think that it's, it's more difficult than it looks like on paper. Oh, or I, in I definitely think like, so if I was you and someone came up and asked me how they do it, I have no problem telling them because I think what's going to happen is they go, Oh, I can do this. They're going to buy some black soldier fly along from you. They're going to go home. They're going to try it. And then they're all going to hatch. Flies will end up fucking everywhere. And they're going to be back at you in a month or two going, okay, no, I just need to go ahead and buy some soldier fly. Yeah. It's either that or like, I mean, in some cases, like some people, I support sharing the knowledge because if somebody figures out a better way, let me know because I let you know what I know. And if you improve on that, like that's, that's where we grow in the field is, is talking to each other and actually not, not trying to patent the information, not trying to privatize the sector, like just telling people what we know and what we've experienced. Being or- honest about it, it's not that easy. And please don't buy eggs from us if you are not an experienced, like you've, you've done this before because it's it's a lot of money and what's up, Judy? <laughs> or yes, uh, you have a lot of success and you talk about it and like we were talking about with like the eating of the insects it breaks the stigma so then you have success with your colony and you tell your friends about your colony and maybe they want to start some or they think it's interesting and so it just like there's no like there's not a whole lot of negative 
stuff that feedback. Yeah, raising hornworms. Yeah, Gina yeah. in the chat says she had she tried her hand at raising hornworms and said, nope, never again. Yeah, I think Gina and Lots I are in the same hornworms. boat because Gina and I are to the point in our lives where we will 100% pay you to do the work for us and we'll just yeah. take yeah, I mean, we'll just take and feed. Like, yeah. And it's honestly, and the other part is like, I mean, if you want to make a I don't know. It depends on what your interest is. The people wanting to make businesses out of it, you have to be prepared for the like amazing amount of loss that you'll have to cover for. Because, like, especially with hornworms, if you're shipping them and doing anything other than handing them to the person in person, it's like a venomous sale almost. Like, walk them to the door, <laughs> make sure they get them in their home in their car, okay? And then it's out of your hands because. If you're shipping them all over the country, you're going to have dead worms and you're going to yeah. have to deal with like the losses in your company over dead worms. So. And angry people because they're yeah. passionate about their animals. They want to feed, rightfully so. Yeah. There's, there's so more. Yeah. I saw on your website you have an article that was in the New York Post and it's got some pictures and uh, Washington. the Washington Post. Yes. And it's got pictures of like big, it's like grow tents, but instead of weed, you're growing flies. And it's just like yeah. giant fly grow tents that look like the thing of nightmares. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. But they, I haven't looked actually, at these pictures. I got to pull it up on the thing. Hold on. Okay. No, they're actually different. Like they're different co- like colored lighting that I would recommend for your grow tent. But uh, because we found basically like if you look at the pigment in black soldier fly eyes. Yeah. And so they. Well, there. There's the picture. That is. Thing of nightmares. Exactly. Do you They're walk so in there? Yeah. Those don't remind me of gross tents, but the the lighting is kind of <laughs> similar. A, Do you go in that tent? Yeah. Um, oh you my ha- God. Well, we like you really just go through the little holes. You stick your hands, and that's where you interchange things. So that's actually um, they're about four feet tall. They're smaller than us. Yes, you have to go in to do some terrible maintenance or vacuuming of dead bodies. Or they all just. Yeah, you like no. all die and vacuum out. No, you, every day you have every day you have to vacuum out the dead bodies from the bottom. Like with but crickets, all, if you have like a if you have like correct. a box of crickets, yes. yeah. And and it's so stinky when you empty out that vacuum. Oh my god! It doesn't quite smell like seafood like crickets, but it's still not great. I, I've <laughs> never thought I've crickets never smell like seafood. heard crickets compared to seafood. I've ever. I, I but you've been comparing to bugs, bugs to seafood no, this whole episode. But, I, but not the smell. I got my bearded dragon, and I, I didn't know anything about feeders, and I was like a broke college student, and I was like, I let me. I to the restroom. Okay. I'll be back. <laughs> and leave your headphones. Leave your like, headphones. Yeah, leave your head, we don't want to hear you in there. <laughs> <laughs> I had just gotten my beardy, and I was like, you know, the more insects you buy, the cheaper they are. And I was like, all right, I'm going to buy a bunch of crickets, oh, and yeah. I'm going to keep them in this bucket. Yep. Right. And like, the more there. I have, the more money I'll save. Yep. And over time, they started to die. And I was like, it smells like the beach in this bucket. <laughs> oh, it smells horrible. I can't stand it. No, can't it doesn't stand smell crickets. like that to me. It smells no, like. No, we don't, we don't deal with crickets. We, yeah, we, we treated our, our, one of our geckos recently for parasites. And we know that sometimes crickets can be linked to that. And we don't even, we don't mess with them. I mean, obviously we don't have to because of like your bug farm. And if we don't grow crickets, we don't need to feed crickets. Um, 
But yeah, we, we actually, someone gave us some after a show one time, they're like, Oh, we're just giving them away. Like here, take them. And we're like, okay, you know, diversity in our lizards diet. And we put them in the bin and had it all set up. And I guess I didn't feed them off quick enough. And they just like disintegrated and was like liquid in the paper towels in the bottom of the bin. And I was like, this is nasty. And I'm never doing it ever again. (laughs) So anguish limit, whoever that is. It's a fabulous name. (laughs) So how do I take care of my larva once I buy them? So someone buys black soldier fly larva from you at a show. What is the proper? Obviously, do not put them in the refrigerator. Yes. Don't do that. Do not. Right. So we actually, this is part of, I guess I can kind of give you like my spiel I give it at shows and stuff. And so when people are like, oh, I already picked up, you know, crickets from this vendor. And we're like, okay, cool. Um, You can, diversity is important. You want to include a bunch of, you know, insects in their diet. But the larvae is good to pair with anything else you feed because they contain this thing called lauric acid. And it actually helps keep parasites at bay. And so it's a great thing in the, you know, the lizard world to help control things like that. But when you get them from us, I can't, I don't know, you know, the way other people package them, but when you receive the container, you can leave them in the substrate that they come in, in the container, on the table. You know, I, I leave mine on top of my bearded dragons tank at room temperature. You don't have to feed them. You know, you don't have to gut load them like you do crickets or roaches or anything like that. They can just stay in here. Um, you just sift them out. You don't want the substrate getting into the bowl because, you know, you don't want your your animal eating substrate if they don't have to. Um, but, yeah, you just sift them out, pop them in a bowl. They're good to go. Obviously, they don't need um, a calcium dust because they're that nutritious and that high in calcium. Um, you still want your vitamin dust like once a week, of course. Um, but yeah, just in the container, they come in at room temperature. And if they're not as big as you'd like them to be, you can feed them like soft fruit, like bananas or apples kind of gets them the biggest to like the fastest to grow basically. Cause it's, it's moist. <laughs> but, um, we also have a grub care PDF available on our website that is also very specific. If you it's actually scan our mostly code. only available through so if you buy any of our products, any label will have. I'm trying so hard. It's reversed. (laughs) (laughs) That'll tell you how to take care of it. Yes. Which, because we we really liked being able to put in the box, um, like, the care guides. Did we? Because that just meant, like, an (laughs) extra flyer. It's more work, and it's not, you know, environmentally friendly. And I think what she was getting to is, like, once we started branching out into insects. Into more insects, yeah. It's like we needed, yeah, like, it it was hard. Like, dubias came next, and, like, with there was a dubia care sheet versus like and you'd have to look through each order and when the orders are you know over 200 a day you like, want to put the larvae care sheet and the roach you know, care sheet yeah. and the flyer yeah. And so slip, yeah i so. mean like yeah, QR combine codes them come in very one handy. qr code yeah and it's one qr code and you can scroll through um all of our pdfs and yeah all the care guides yeah so you can see and if you're all wondering now how to yeah um, how do I take care of the, yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, for it. okay. So I, I want to go a couple things. We also on, I know y'all are new there, but we also like to go over some of the things that some of our listeners have posted over the week. And so I wanted to go over yeah. some of those and, uh, and look at them. I'm trying to find where we left <laughs> off. Oh, I did. I listened to it. So. We listen to other podcasts. We like to talk about things that are going on currently. I listened to the Reptile Fight Club a couple of weeks ago. If any of our listeners remember, we talked about, or I talked about, and I got yelled at for being wrong, but uh, about making an organization uh, of keepers 
that kind of had guidelines and maybe you could do breeding projects and loans and people got upset because they didn't like the idea. That was our episode with Sean Gray. Yeah, people didn't like the idea of uh, a governing force kind of being coming in. I was miserably ill that episode. But I listened to Reptile Fight Club and Paul, I'm going to get his name wrong, Paul Bertani, I think, uh, talked about um, a group called, I think it's... Raps, W-R-A-P-S. I can't remember what it stands for, but doing stud books. It's basically my idea. There's already a group trying to do this idea of like stud books. Like, so if you have a certain species and you're in the stud book and somebody else wants to breed, you could do breeding loans and you did, but that's cool. I, I, I liked yeah. that idea. People didn't like the idea of, of guidelines. Um, I don't, that, I, I, I don't know. It sounds like we're both opposed. I, well, no, it sounds no, like we're opposing forces. She says yes. I, I could go into details about why not. But, but, see, the, but I think I think the cool thing about that is, though, is like if you personally don't want to do that with your animals, then you just don't put your information out in the stud book. What would it take to be approved for a loan? Because how would you well, how would you would, filter out? That would be the thing. Those, they'd, have, they'd have to put oh, yeah. forth some sort of guidelines. Straight up hoarders. Like, I mean, people can fool you, man. But I have seen like, I don't know, you know, you it, would know? Def- it would definitely take. No. I think it would definitely take having to. Like, see like, the setup like, and I do mean, all this stuff. It, it, it would take way more. Like, I mean, would it be the best care conditions? Like, how would you really approve that? Like, I mean, people. I mean, the uh, AZA does it between zoos and zoos. They they go to right. a zoo. They make sure it meets the requirements for them. The other zoo meets That's the requirements true. for them. And then they're fine going back and forth. So if a group did this, there would definitely have to be. Someone who who checks out to make sure that the requirements. But that's not met. just going to. Yeah, that would be like. And I, I mean, that's basically that's basically the foster program, and you would go to the home more well, than and, just once. And here's another thing: I don't think we're doing this for ball pythons. I no. think we're doing also, this. Who, I think we're doing this for like that, rubber know? boas that well, we're having trouble thing. with. Well, rubber boas on trouble. There's not enough of them. But like, but like rubber boas are the first thing that yeah. I thought of with. Yeah, if you like, wanted. if you are a rubber boa breeder, there's only a handful of you in the country. I think. Yes. So like. They're also those breeders are gonna know each other. Right. I think. I I liked the idea. Like I said, I, I think there are definitely a lot of hurdles with that idea. But I I also think that we can't go. God, that's, that's gonna be really hard. Let's not do it and then go off. Because right. like, well, I don't hate you're it. You're right. It's because like, a lot of where we're kind of going in like U.S. legislation. If you wanted to go there, is just like more and more just like. I know USARK is like working towards like all of that constantly. And it's just like the more banning of like certain animals in certain states. And so I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if you had to have like a permit in order to just like breed any well, kind of And my snakes. idea was not even like, because everybody got upset. They were like, well, I don't want the government to tell me. And at no point when I proposed the idea that I say government, it was definitely like a keeper ran organization that did it. But I thought having right. this organization with these standards would definitely help us in fights later on when they go, y'all just keep these snakes in the, and we go, look, this is how we do it. We have standards. This is how we're yeah. breeding them. This is how we're keeping them. So I'm fairly certain this is this is Gina on our chat. Yes. She said when people breed dogs, they often stay with their animal as opposed to just shipping their animal. So like if if you breed dogs and you sell a puppy. You see who gets it. Yes. So you're either taking it to them or they're coming to get you. And yeah. like when you're taking dogs and that's, and that's a tricky. similar thing. Because a lot of this stuff on a breeding home with reptiles, it's not as easy. Like you can take a dog across country and when it sees the other dog oh darren said the dog thing thank you darren the darren, well, the dogs the yeah. dogs will fuck and you're good I, the, the dogs are easy stands. reptiles i get are that tricky. like yeah dogs are dogs are it, it's an easy system 
Like they're I, they're okay. I, I think it would be. I think if you did it like an if an individual group of breeders came together and they're like, this organization approves of this breeder, then you can go to whatever yeah. reptile show that you go to, and you're like, well, I don't want to buy from them because they're not approved by said organization, so I don't know the ethics behind it. But they're this person approved this ball python or gecko, so I know that it met the ABC standards that I agree with. You know, I mean, it's kind of like only buying organic or whatever, you know, that people look for on labels already, except it's your pet, which is important. And people got upset because uh, you have the group go, well, who says what they should do? And who said you don't have to be part of that group. I mean, there are people that breed dogs that are not part of uh, ACA or CKC or or any of that that aren't in that. And that's fine. But it doesn't hurt to have a group that also brings people together and says, look, this is what we as a group agree upon being the standards. Yeah. So right. now again, and if, yeah, the staying with the dog like that doesn't work with reptiles because a lot of times you got to send the reptile and then it takes a while for that reptile to get used to a new environment uh, yeah. and go through all. So that, that's, that is a, sometimes a lengthy process because sometimes it's not as easy as go you know, hanging you, out for a weekend. Well, you see folks come to a, a, reptile <laughs> show, a reptile show and they go, I'm going to go buy adult whatevers and I'm going to breed them in a month. Okay, well, first off, those people should probably buy what they're buying, and it's not always that easy. It's like sometimes animals, especially some of these harder-to-keep reptiles, aren't so I think exotic. I think exotic animals really do attract, um, like, not to any of our reptile lovers that we all love and, and trust, but, like, it really attracts um, – a, uh, the attention seeking crazy people. kind of crush. Yeah. Or impulsive. Impulsive. Like, no research done. I want an exotic. Yeah, that's why iguanas being cheap or sulcatas being cheap is a bad idea. I saw that fox. I saw that miniature fox and I felt the same way. What was it? And oh, I didn't see that. I saw that. Was a fennec? It wasn't a fennec. He, I, I, knew, knew, what, I knew. No, it was uh, not a fennec. He, it was a miniature white. He called it something and, else. Someone oh, goes, it's a fennec. Yeah. And he said something else. And I was walking to the bathroom and I couldn't remember He's what he like, said. It's not. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it wasn't a finick, but it was. It looked like it looked like like at the zoo. I mean, that just kind of like if you want to tie it into like just like the overall education of just like insects in the reptile industry in general is like you know if your if your friend or your neighbor is like hey can you watch my dog this weekend you're like yeah sure I know it needs to have water have food and probably needs to go outside and be walked. But if your friend has no experience with reptiles and you give them your bearded dragon and you're like, here you go, take care of my yeah, bearded dragon. Die this week. Oh yeah, days. it could easily die. They don't know they don't know what it eats, they don't know the lighting, they don't know the substrate. It's all things that you have to learn. And so that's kind of like where again we bring it back to us, um, is why we again sell our food so cheap, but like the shows and stuff like that is we're like, This is good food. This is good for your rescues, this is good for your babies, like we know it's a lot to learn and you just picked up this baby bearded dragon and you don't know much, but we got you on the food end, you know, the substrate and the line that's on you, but we like, we got you. You can't go wrong here. It's healthy for them. It's going to get their calcium. You know, it's not going to make them too fat. It's, it's what they need. So we understand that like education is just, it needs to be just continued to push in the like reptile industry. Everything world. we do. I agree with that. Yeah. Yes. But we we did learn recently um, after our partnering with Chewy, part of the reason that they reached out to us is they said that bearded dragons after dogs and cats are the third most popular pet in the U.S. And we thought that was I definitely believe that. But I also feel horrible about that because imagine how many. I love it and I hate it at the same time. Every okay, so probably 90 percent of the people when I meet someone and they say they have a bearded dragon, they didn't buy that bearded dragon. Mm -mm. They didn't get it as a baby. 
It was given to them as an adult, uh, healthy or unhealthy, whatever. And I'm like, that's a good point. Where are the fucking babies at? Like, no, you see all these people at a show buy a baby, and you're like, most of these aren't going to make it. They're just not going to yeah. make it. And it's not because animals die and that stuff happens. It's bad care, and and, and unfortunately for bearded dragons and tortoises or another one, they can take a lot of bad care for a long time before they Ooh, die. Yeah, just suffer. And uh, yeah, and but I definitely believe that it's and, and we've pushed them. And the problem is beardeds aren't a great pet. Like when lizard, when it goes to lizards, they're not a great pet lizard. They're not a good lizard to start with. No, they're they're all. a great pet. Like I'm, anybody that likes beardeds, I'm not saying they're not a good pet for you to have. But they're yeah, definitely I call not- them the lab, like the yellow lab of the reptiles. They're very cuddly and friendly. Sweet, I feel like, yeah. They just their their care though is not great for the general public. As not for first starting reptile. out, you know, it's definitely easier to do a crested gecko. That thing doesn't take any heat. You can keep a it at room temperature. Tail. You can make its food right. from a powder. So much easier. Or a fat tail. Even blue tail blue tongue skinks are so much easier than a bearded because temperature requirements aren't as bad. They don't have to have the UV lighting. All the stuff that can cause it to happen, and so I just—that's my only right. problem with bearded. I love bearded. I think they're really cool. It's just I see so, so many funny. people get them. Right. And- it's so funny. I just got my first crested, and I have, I have bearded dragons. I have leopard geckos. I fought every type of frog imaginable. I fought all the different, you know, insects imaginable, and I'm freaking out about the crested. We were in that boat a year ago. Yeah, it's actually yeah. like very scary to have something that like I didn't know Needs about Pangea. very little and and Pangea like that was new to me and I'm like you all like I I just I knew nothing about yeah I always wanted oh no we froze again are they different frozen? gecko like oh, that mm-hmm. yeah oh, it's sorry our daughter very different having a different I gecko. wanted a gargoyle but my daughter wanted a crested and then she hung out with Sean Gray. Fucking Sean Gray. And John Grant. Fuck you, John Grant. And so we've had Charlie for about a year and a half now. Um, and yeah, and by it's not we, hers. It's now in our bedroom. By we, he's mine now. And it's so great because I had a feeling that after about six months, it wasn't going to be what she wanted. I knew she was going to want a leopard gecko or a fat tail gecko, not something that was going to continue to jump and things like that. Well, but I was fine with it because I knew I wanted it in the long run so well and and, and this kind of goes counterintuitive <laughs> to what what you guys do but i think first lizards for people first pet lizards for people probably shouldn't be insect eating lizards uh it's a little trickier i have to get over their fears of insects first it's so much yeah. easier for like I a mean, mom or somebody to go here's some lettuce i got some lettuce for your li- your lizard or pangea which makes that so much easier when it comes to those guys yeah. because a lot of i mean if we get a lot of, a lot of, if you think about it though, like, cause Joe's, t- she's 10 now. Sorry, I was reading the question. So she was not eight, eight and a half when we got him. And yes, she was a very responsible child. And yes, she did a good job taking care of him. But most kids that get a lizard, it's going to be that parent that ends up taking care of it. And like you said, yeah, just toss in some. Yeah. veggies. Get, I mean, we get emails makes sense. all the time. They're like, they're like, I, I bought mean, my what 10 year old son what, a bearded dragon well, what for kids? Christmas. Can it eat X, Y, and Z? And we're like, yes. There's, there's <laughs> also, no, here's some tips. <laughs> no kid's pet, unless your kid is like, you know, that overly like worrisome, like very. Yeah. But like, I mean, but somebody also age, has to buy ready, the food, the correct food. Yeah, and you're not ready to take care of another well, and that's why I say something like the Cresty, which has a prepared diet that's easy to do, is easier. Or the Blue Tongue Skink, which can eat 
and people will get upset, but it can eat like canned cat food, high quality canned cat food and other things you can buy at a grocery store. And that does tend to be easier as a starter. Um, whereas bearded, you know, you have moms who I'm not touching crickets or I'm not touching roaches or I'm not touching maggots, you know, and it gets tricky. And I say moms, there's dads, trust me, I, I, it's not a mom or dad thing. It's, it's everyone. But honestly, there's more women that I've found in the bug industry more willing to touch insects than men. Hmm, I can think of a lot of stories. There's only one thing I won't mess with. With there's only one thing I won't. I know, and I can think of a lot of lots of times where it's been a Katie come come take care of this. It's one thing. It's roaches, but it's not. It's like dubious. I'm cool with hisers. I'm cool. But it happens like twice a year. I can't do native roaches. They gross me the fuck out. I I had a bad experience as a kid. Because you guys know you live in the south, so at least twice a year you're gonna get that random big old cockroach that comes in your house. Only it twice happened. a year for you guys. Well, okay. Well, I think <laughs> I think that's about yeah, it. Happens. Yeah, but you say that. Who? But I have to remove spiders. It's I an even trade. Wish that one the other night because it scared spider. me, and I was in the bathroom. I've always said in a house. Uh, so I didn't like to take spiders outside because I like spiders. I'm but, okay with that. But that I is, do the same with roaches because I know that I can't kill them in the first pounding. <laughs> and, oh, like, I I'm do. Not but see, to, that's like, in relation to the, the amount of clothes yeah. I have on. The yeah. fewer clothes I have on, the more likely the spider is going to die. Yeah. If I, I am naked in a bathroom, that spider's not fucking making it. I, look, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to put this out there for our listeners, and you can laugh at me or roll your eyes or whatever. I had just sat down to go pee, and this spider the size of a quarter comes running out from under the bathroom rug, and without hesitating or thinking, I picked up my big old size 12 shoe and stomped it. Br- Brittany Patchett right now is somewhere like having an aneurysm. I, it scared me. It caught me off guard. I was sitting on a toilet going to pee and I was like, nope, I'm, you, you, you're not getting safe today. Sorry, man. And it didn't make it. And Not in my, my private, comfortable place. <laughs> yeah, no. That is my space. <laughs> I didn't come to like, your space. Don't come to my space. off. But normally I will. I'll like, I'll scoop it. And it, the size of the spider also determines whether or not I call you. Yeah. But when you're just so vulnerable, you know. Yeah. It wasn't happening. Like it wasn't. My, so, my mother listens to this. I want to be like, oh my God. I want to go with something that I brought up in the chat. Uh, they said, are you against permits for animals if they didn't cost? Um, I'm not against permits for animals in general. And I'm not against permits that cost as long as it is done. The problem is usually the ones designing the permits and making the permits and doing all that. One, don't know the animals. And two, don't understand the hobby, don't understand any of this. So, like, some places want to pass a permit per animal type. That's ridiculous. A permit per animal is crazy. Um, I'm not totally against a yearly permit if it wasn't ridiculously priced. Um, and if that money went towards something useful that would help, you know, conservation or something like that. Right. But I'm all for a permit, especially for like the larger constrictors. I don't think everyone needs. A fifteen. It foot depends snake. on the animal. Yeah, it's it's a really general question. I mean, I don't think like, you need a permit for a corn snake. I don't. Or depending on where you live, or a leopard gecko. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I was thinking about birdies. Um, but like when you when you mentioned like bigger, large constrictors, large monitors, and venomous animals. Yes. Yeah, and and the exotic or exotics like that shouldn't be here. Well, things that yeah. could cause, if gotten loose, could cause, could cause a issue or with the public. It shouldn't be in this climate. Green like, iguanas? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that. But, like, if they shouldn't be in this climate, like, yeah. I'd also, like, want to make sure, like, that it was, like, I don't know. So I'm okay with the permits if they were done it right, but no one. I mean, am I against right. permits? I, I don't know if, like, 
the permit really like prevents the animal from entering the country. But like, yeah, I think a permit is a good, like, I feel step like, with your, I feel like more information animal, is needed. Yes. Prior to me being committed to an answer, well, one way more, or the other, and it also needs to be yeah, done. That's what I was trying to say. There also needs to be a better process of how they design these permit systems, because a lot of places have tried to do permits, but they just again, they're not having hobby people be part of the process. I agree with the, it's, right. the last. It's comment. like in the world of education, all these people want to yeah. make rules about teaching, now, and they're and not listen, freaking. Teachers. And listen, anybody out there, I get it because some people are going to say, "Look, <laughs> some people are going to say that." Uh, the people doing it legally aren't the issue and that the ones that are doing it illegally aren't going to worry about a permit. Right. And I agree. That's 100% true. But it would allow us as the ones that are doing it correctly to go, look, we've done it correctly. So if you're going to pass laws and legislation from this point on, it needs to be harsh punishments for the ones doing it incorrectly, not completely banning reptiles from an entire state and you can't own anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that people who have been in, I don't know, I mean, and, and, and also like it's permit, it's like it's a legal thing, and it just depends on who was in charge. I mean, I and what state? I hate to, yeah, and I hate to bring it up, and, but like in, in Tiger King, it just took the guy I bringing bringing King. baby cubs to the House of Representatives in the Senate, and they're like, oh, it's so cute, and we love them. Why would we ever ban you know tigers? You know, so it just depends on how you talk to them and all that. Yeah, you're so, talking yeah. to two people who haven't watched a single episode of that show. I refuse. We you didn't. It was don't. the week we didn't do it during quarantine. Everybody's like, you, yeah. you, you got to watch it. I'm like, no, Just I don't. don't. Because I know that it's only a matter of time before it's our hobby that's going to yeah. be on there. Um, right. It's not the same. Oh, it is. Oh, it was but a it kind of is. No, 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 trust me. Yeah. Trust me. There's, oh, yeah. There are definitely really parts of this hobby. Show people would be yeah. on that. No, no. I, there are some people in Florida that will be on we'll there. We'll talk. We'll talk after the live broadcast yeah. ends. We'll talk. Anyways, uh, another thing I wanted to mention, uh, we've had uh, Megan Kelly on before who does Green Anacondas, mm-hmm. and she had a big post today. So, Oh, cool. She So so Ben Rennick was a reptile keeper a few years back. He, uh, he had a break collection. He did. Uh, he had got into the albino anaconda thing, and uh, unfortunately, he had been murdered. And uh, But his collection got split up amongst people. Megan got the anacondas. She posted that the first captive bred T positive anaconda finally hit the ground and was born. That's so that awesome. Was kind of the culmination of Ben Rennick's project. He would be she so excited. And she finally got the first. There's a picture. If anybody goes over to to Megaconda, really cool. her page or to our group page, you can see it. Um, it's a really pretty. I saw the picture, but I, it was a crazy day, so I did not have time to like actually read what it was. But I figured we would talk about it tonight. So that's really awesome. I'm really glad for her. Yeah, and Scott Borden posted. He was super excited. He, uh, it's a weird little lizard. He said, pretty excited to add these possible pair of captive born wedge snouted skinks. That so sounds it's cool. The first time in his entire hobby lifetime that he's ha- ever had a skink species. Uh, and it's a cool little, like, it's a really, really long, skinny skink. Like, it's, that's neat. It's definitely I got like a little lizards. nose for digging in the sand and all. But that was really cool. Way to go, Scott. That that's was awesome. That's fun. So Robert's not here, so we don't have our, our dumb people. Our dumb people thing. But I do have a couple of books that I want to talk about um, yeah. because I knew no we were going to have. Well, you know me. I read on a third grade level now, so it's all good. Um, but it's actually a very popular series. Which is? Fly Guy. 
There's a whole series of kids books called Fly Guy, and the main character is a fly. They and he they did freeze, so I don't know if they can hear any of this. <laughs> this is sad. I did this just for them. Just for them? <laughs> I did. Um, but the main character is a fly, and he basically flies around and narrates different things that are happening. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, here again. we go. We'll add them back. We'll bring them back. Thank we'll you. I would have. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll our Google them. Chrome crashed. Our uh, Google Chrome gotcha. quit unexpectedly. So the, the book series that I was just talking about, it's called Fly Guy. It's an animated cartoon book. They're obviously, it? It's F-L-Y. Like the main character is a fly. Oh, Fly Guy. Fly yeah. Guy. So the main character is a fly. And so like, for example, the one that one of my kids was reading to me today during independent reading was Fly Guy in Space. In Space. And so he's oh, in this sucks. cute little astronaut costume right. and he's got his, you know, he, he's got his astronaut outfit on. But he they're teaching the kids all about space. But the main character is a house fly. And I thought that was kind of cool. And he literally like on the pages, you see him flying around the stuff and little thought bubbles will pop out. And so you get like fun little factoids about whatever you're reading. So that's a really fun one for kids. And then another one is the diary of a worm. I know it's not a bug. It's a worm. It's an annelid. <laughs> um, I see. I didn't know that, but I knew you Segmented would. Worm. But, but also how to eat fried worms was a good one. So that one is one. good. That's a little older than third grade. Cause oh, like okay. we read that with my fifth graders. Some of my fifth graders last year read it and they really liked it. Okay. Um, so you're all about the worms. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're not about eating them, but you want to like teach others. Well, I like, so one of the things that I do is here lately is I, I try to find books that kids can read that tie into whatever it is our guest talks about or does and, or something to do with reptiles or something like that. Um, and so the, the, Diary of a Worm was fun, but there, there's more in this series now. It's been a while since I've read any of those, but it's basically like a day in the life of a worm. If Wait, worms I, like went to school and stuff like that. One of my um, assignments in undergrad was writing a story about what it was like to be a specific insect. Yes, like that's not her, a day to day thing and yeah. to go through the entire life cycle, including mating. So yeah. So, so, this what, one, so what insect did you pick? I think we were assigned one and I think it actually was a fly. And so we had to like describe like what it would be like to mate as a fly. And it was real weird. Yeah. So funny enough, Not a kid-friendly the, book. <laughs> the worms, the worms best friend is a spider. So you also have the diary of a spider, but like the Aww. spider talks about how my mom won't let me leave until I eat all my dinner. And there's like a wrapped up bug sitting on a plate, like what you would pull out of a web. And like, it's right. very silly. So obviously younger kids love it. But at the same time, like it's introducing them to it normalizes normalizes spiders and normalizing I also like like personifying bugs like in a a kid's book because I was just I was just talking one today. I have this little spiny flower mantid and the most delicate legs. Yes. Yes, on the herbs, on the herbs um, Instagram. But it's like, it's so delicate. And I was thinking back to like how kids like pull limbs off oh, of yeah. bugs. And it makes me, it literally makes, it breaks my heart. It makes me want to cry. And just knowing that like kids books are personifying those insects and like maybe making them more human-like in a way 
to where they won't get their limbs ripped off as much. So there's actually that makes me happy. there's more in the series. I googled it just to see. So there's actually okay. also like Diary of a Fly. So she has since written more books. Someone stole like, your idea, Lauren. So the, the, the daily life of a fly. So, <laughs> sue them. So, I feel like I remember these all from like the Scholastic Book Fair. Okay, well they are. Scholastic no, that was Animal. No, Animorphs was also a very good series if you're into yeah, that. A very kind of good well. series. I, like I remember those um, covers like they were yesterday. Yes. So, for example, like here's like the little blurb about it. It says, Worm is all about having fun, respecting the earth, and never taking baths. Many children can relate to this funny character. In the Diary of a Worm, Teacher's Pet, Worm makes a surprising discovery. Teachers have birthdays. And so, like, that's what it's all about. And so, like, it's very... So, you wanted your students to remember that you had a birthday. Yes, that's what it was. I mean, I guess so. Look, my birthday's in the summer. My kids don't even get to celebrate with me. But, you know, like, it's it's just something that... Like it's, it's a kid's book where is it realistic? No, not really, but it does tie in things that are. Um, but do you guys right. have any books that like if you, like if there was someone who was wanting to get into entomology or someone who was wanting to get into bugs, like is there a specific field guide that you like or you prefer? Like when you're identifying things, um, I'm it's totally putting age. you on the spot. Yeah, can you totally. Can the you- very hungry caterpillar is really good. Uh, I mean, I actually baby. like baby yeah, to a little but bit. But I like, do, I do like that one because I my mom has had me come and like she actually teaches second grade. Eric mother Carl is a so teacher, um, and she's had me do they part of their science like one of their science units is actually the life cycle of yes. an insect. Mm-hmm. And so she's had me come on and I would show her like our insects and all this like via Zoom from College Station and I would show her like our bearded dragon that eats them. I actually use the Very Hungry Caterpillar as an example because the whole book, that's what he's eating. He's hungry. Yep. And we explain to them the important part of the larval life cycle is to eat a lot so they have enough energy and enough fat and enough like storage to be able to morph into their pupae and morph into like you know their butterfly their moth or their fly so that's why we talk about the larvae and how much they eat is because that's the part of their cycle they're very very hungry and they're going to eat a lot of stuff which is you know good for composting and eventually they'll turn into flies because their life cycle is similar to butterflies so that's also a good one that's yeah it's that good, helps the science part it's a good example whenever i talk about like a, a pupa, like in between the larval stage and the fly stage, then like, it's like really helpful to compare it to like a cocoon. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just because that's like the most f- familiar thing. And I think it really is from the Eric Carl book, but um, I think going off of that, even more hungry than a hungry caterpillar is like, like our flies don't have mouth parts. They're right, eating for yeah. their entire life cycle. So they're not very hungry as a baby. And in this life stage as a larvae. So you, like, they will, like, that's why I said their gut biota, with the, the, their bacteria are, are made for breaking down anything they come in contact with because they're so hungry. Um, like, with butterflies, they have that, like, long, curly straw, the proboscis, which will suck up nectar. And um, flies, like, our black soldier flies don't have mouth parts. And so they don't eat so during their life cycle, yeah. which means some... Extra, extra nutritious. And even what's really cool in, in their adult phase is like they have this clear window in their abdomen and it's basically an hourglass for their life. It's their fat reserve when they emerge as a fly and it's green and it slowly goes clear and clear throughout their life cycle because as adults, they only exist to mate and reproduce and that's it. 
And so it's it's a literal like hourglass. It's really cool. Someone, uh, maybe Darren or Gina says, do flies eat dead flies? I think that's Darren. Gina's been putting her name after her stuff. Thank so, you, Gina. So do your flies um, eat dead flies? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, the there's always like a low, so yes, a low survival rate with, I, I mean, like there's a low, there's a high survival rate and like low mortality rate. And like for all of the dead worms, it just makes more protein. That's cool. I, uh, are you done with books? Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I just yeah, had a little... Yeah, I just have, Sorry, we blacked out again. No, that's okay. I just had no. little kid books this week. So I had a so. couple... Sorry, guys. I had posted this week asking people what some things they wanted us to talk about. Uh, and there were a couple that... There was one that I saw that said uh, they want to talk about the absolutely ridiculous pricing of everything at reptile shows now, that animals have gone up 100%. And I don't completely agree with that. Um, I do, however, think your dad had a beautiful my, response my dad to that, which was so great. My dad, who's not a reptile He's not person, an animal person, but he's really. in our group, and like he'll comment <laughs> every now and then. Normally, his comments are being a wise-ass just to make fun of me. But this one, he, he actually made a pretty good say. He said, I don't frequent shows, but I would have to assume that the increase in prices are in direct correlation to the increase in prices across the board in our country. I can't think of a single industry that hasn't been affected, which is probably true. I mean, mm-hmm. there's definitely a price increase. If Robert was here. He'd tell you with racks. It's I, was gonna say, I can tell you right now, the price of milk right. and eggs have both gone up at the store. So, and so, uh, I don't. I I, I asked uh, Brand, Brandon for some examples. I just I haven't really seen some okay. things do cost more now, but that's that's the market. That's how the market works. Oh no, I don't think our air. Oh no, our headphones died. So you're gonna have to. Yeah, I know, but we have no other option. No, that's we'll okay. We're almost done wrapping our up. Too, so. We're almost done wrapping up. Too, yeah. So. <laughs> So you just have to listen to your own so, voice for a second. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Um. Well, here I'm going. Um. I'm going to pause you I'm while gonna, I talk. Oh, uh, there I'm you go. Pause you while I talk. Oh, uh, there you go. There we go. I just turned off their volume while I talk, and then I'll turn it back on. Uh, while y'all talk, but y'all y'all can say I'm muted. But I have a special little button here because I paid extra money for it. You did, or the well, our the, donation the, from the Ruiz? The, Ruiz. the Ruiz did. That's what I thought. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I I would I'd be interested to see what Brandon thinks. The prices have gone up on certain things. I I haven't really seen it. Um, and then oh, Graham Madison talked about vision cages. So vision cages, if anybody doesn't know, vision is a very popular uh, reptile cage. You've been around forever. They have a new gigantic what they call the King Cobra cage, and uh, they put a certain YouTuber in their advertisements that not everybody likes. Um. I think that was a bad move on Vision's part, but that's me. Graham definitely agrees, and Graham will tell Vision to their face if you ever met them. But um, And then Stephen Poole asked about, and he said he may have missed this before, and we have talked about it before, the idea of having all these animals, and if something happens to you, do you have a plan? I'd have to go back and see what I think it's one of the episodes Travis was on, where we go into detail on what we would do if if I were to, to die or something were to happen to me and had to get rid of the animals. Um, but we have talked about it, and we'll probably talk about it again before in, in the future, Stephen. So it'll come up. Oh, but yeah. uh, that is all I've got from there. Uh, do y'all have anything? Do y'all have anything? <laughs> Questions or just comments on your? I had fun. On what you named? <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. I was just going to say, if yeah, if, well, let's say if anyone ever gets mad at the prices of animals, you can just say, you know, these aren't Tide Pods or laundry detergent. I grew this snake myself, and you know, this is what I want to charge for it. I watched it from it being hatched to your hands, so that don't is. get mad at me for how much we pay for it. Same thing with our bugs; we have the knowledge and the expertise. So yeah, you get what you pay for in this industry. It really yeah. is true. 
I mean, I've had, I've known people who have bought the cheapest lizard at the show and it died in the car on the way out. So, um, but that's, that's a very bleak ending to this. But But we we just care. We care a lot about our products. Our dogs are fighting and, um, I think you were going to do it this. Yeah. Okay. We, are you there? Hello. Yes. Yes. We're just good listeners. Okay. Okay. Um, so we appreciate y'all for having us on and for the listeners, we would like to, if that is allowed, do an exclusive discount code for your listeners. So that way they can try out our product at a reduced rate just for supporting your show. And listening through. Yeah. It was a little, yeah, we were spastic tonight. Yeah. That was. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wait, that's Okay. Oh yeah, that's totally fine. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> There's just like I bet he's muting and on. Oh no, we were waiting for you to oh, give no. the code. Oh, I didn't know if it was okay. okay. Oh okay. yeah, okay. yeah, totally fine. Okay, if you use code Reptile Gumbo, one word Reptile Gumbo, all caps, all lowercase. It doesn't matter. Up to you. Not case sensitive. You can get. 20% off your first order with us. 20%. And if you've already ordered, use a different email. 20%. Reptile gumbo. And you can get our, our flights are on sale. That 20% stacks on top of that. Stacks on stacks on stacks. You want a t-shirt? We sell t-shirts. Racks on you racks on racks. some tongs, some roaches, some larvae. Supplies. Roaches, flies. If you are not watching this and you're just listening to it, you're missing all of the greatness. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't convince you. If it doesn't convince you, you Why know are where you're listening to our show. Call us up. We'll, we'll try harder. So, email that we will not personally handle. <laughs> all right. And we're black. So, uh, you also get on there and you can order you some uh, some maggot uh, leggings. Get you some maggot leggings. <laughs> so, okay. Our internet is out. So, let's wrap this up. If they want to get a hold of y'all and talk to y'all, figure out what they want to order, if they want to look into getting the flights, what is the best way they can do that? Dadgum internet. Wait, okay, we you cut off it. What is the what is the what? What is the best way people can get a hold of you? Uh well, help at samjohnbsf.com if you need direct person to person contact. We also have our phone number. Wait, Facebook, Instagram, email is the best. You can also phone number, go to our website. Phone number is we less have, good than email. we have like a, a form you can fill out. Oh no, they froze. Go to their website. I was going to say, they have a form. We have, we have a form on our website that you can fill out and it'll go right to help at simtonbsf.com. But again, that email, if you have any questions or that website, should we do the website? It's www.simton. S Y M T O N. B S F dot com dot 
Com. I did it for you since Robert's not here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mute them for a second so I can. Uh, if, if anybody didn't watch that, please go back and just watch the ending. Uh, but yes, go to their website. I will link all that in the stuff when I post it on Facebook. Um, but our internet cut off. <laughs> quick, ten seconds. All right. So, okay. if you want to get a hold of uh. Robert, it is lsreptileracks.com. Dot com. Uh, you can message him there or find him on Facebook at Lone Star Reptile Racks. If you want to get a hold of me, it's simply underscore serpents on Instagram or simply serpents on Facebook. Or the podcast is the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com. Uh, I want to say thank you to Lauren Squared for being on there and for the code. That is awesome. Everybody should definitely go out there and do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely an episode you gotta watch live, guys. They definitely win most fun guests. We had such yeah, they language. didn't know I was eating Chinese food. They didn't know what I, they were, it was a mystery. I assumed it was Chinese we food. We had Grace. We, we had, had Miss United States. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Oh, uh, everybody, we will see everybody next week. Oh, uh, Thank you. Thank you for having us. Good night. <laughs>